Johnny. Do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. It's time for Matt and Manatee's Ice Cream Social. Open up your heart. Open up your mind. <laughs> over there's Paul Mattingly. Bet your last stinking dollar over there is Matt Donnelly. You bet the weird uh, silence of the theme song running out. That's Jacob, the audio guy. Yes. yes um, Dick Dale passed away. Oh. Yes. And uh, uh, wanted to, to point that out. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, again... It's Would he hard. rather be known by Penis Dale? By Penis Dale, yeah, yeah, because that's his, that's his, his given, that's his birth. His real Fal- name, yeah, they call Fallis- him Dick Dale for short. Yeah. Fallis Dale, Fallis, Dale. <laughs> Fallis River and Dale, and he shortened both. <laughs> um, I only bring it up because our theme song is is surf rock influenced. It yeah. is, yeah, and and I and when we were looking for theme songs, I've always always loved surf rock. Licks. And I'm going right. to get this wrong, but I think he may be of uh, Lebanese descent. Okay. Oh, that might be true. And I... <laughs> no, I... <laughs> Let me look it... No, no, no. I, I want to look it up. So far, oh, we've said nothing wrong yeah, on the show. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. You've said something that you said, that you said, said, you said, said might be wrong. Ancestry. Paul said he believed. Uh-huh. And I said, oh, that might be true. Might be. Those are all possible And I laughed at those two statements. <laughs> That's how this conversation has gone thus far. <laughs> Recap Dale over. Dick Dale or <laughs> It was like that really confusing. Uh, Dale was born in Boston. Boston yeah, by way uh, of Lebanon. Yeah, well, right. Could still be Lebanese. Lebanon, Kentucky. No. Have anyway, you seen? I the, can't uh, remember where it was. But anyway, like uh, Misery Lou, which was the big hit. Yeah. From Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Is inspired by a folk or a traditional song. Yes. That he, now, what was that? I don't know, but I but I know what you're talking about. But, so, so far, we're being very careful. I'm just yep. trying, still only I'm, stated facts and beliefs so far. Trying yep. to determine whether or not it was Lebanese. <laughs> so far, we're doing great. What the song was from, but it was a traditional. I'll take uh, number one reason we should be back on Twitch for 2000. <laughs> 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 this is absolutely why I miss Twitch. Because, yes. Yeah, this is quality streaming. Uh, or an intern. Yeah. I wish we had a Twitch or an intern yeah. for stuff like this. Yeah. But uh, we'll, 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 we'll hammer that out, and we'll figure soon. all that out. Yeah. Soon. Twitch again soon. Uh, but shout but out Fallis, to Dale. Fallis Dale died. I, yes. I, only, I know him only as a name and influence. I, I, I'm not necessarily a huge, a, a deep diving. Then uh, the other sad short. thing that keeps coming up. Yeah. He was touring in pain till his death. Oh, yeah. To pay for his medical bills. Oh. I got to tell you. So this morning, 5 a.m., one kid's got an ear infection and, and a fever. Yeah, you you've had a day. We're actually we're recording two hours later today because you you've just had a, a a day with the kiddos. Yeah, another kid uh, constantly vomiting and like t- with a stomach empty vomiting and um, uh, unknown reason for respiratory difficulty. Can't negative tests for all kinds of stuff. Uh, Which that's what you as a parent like, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, without want... not knowing right what's happening and. Uh, yeah, it's been. Uh, I, I don't want to get all into it. It's been a long, long fucking morning and, and day uh, with the kiddos. But you know what? Like they go, like, all right. Would you like them? You know, would you like me? We can give them this little pill to help settle the stomach. And we were like, you're going to give it to him here, or you're going to prescribe it? 
And they're ah. like, well, we can prescribe it or give it here. And go, well, how much is it if you give it to him here? Yeah. Let's, so get, this, let's get this going. Well, it's things like three times we yeah. stopped the doctor to be like, no, no, no. How much is that here? Because we've been, we've been fucked by medical costs. I mean, we've been insured. I've had my kids insured uh, on my own, my own personal out-of-pocket policy uh, since they were born. Right. right? And we have – it's, you know, it's the cost of two cars at this point. They've both gone to the emergency room once each in their lives. And then just generally other little things, other little sicknesses and ailments, and even with insurance, so like they just it's just so frustrating. And and it's not the you know they're saying that the the biggest cause of bankruptcies right now in the U.S. is medical costs. Oh yeah. So it's why people are saying the craziest motherfucking things right now, whether you agree with them or not. Yep. But it's out there because because we're, we're on that fence. It's we're crazy. scared as shit. Yeah. And it's so frustrating to think about these things. Well, that's when the uh, when, when the whole thing broke about the uh, university thing. People bribing people to get to get their kids into universities. Yeah, and yeah, people, yeah. Uh, You know, just get, uh, giving people money to take tests for their kids and everything to get them into better universities and all. I was a not at all surprised. B not really even that upset, but mainly because of my lack of surprise. And see, like, look at the state of our healthcare system in the country. Yeah, like, rich people, people who who have means, are able to buy much, much, much better healthcare than people of lesser means. Yeah. Why do you think if that is the case in healthcare, when you're literally <laughs> talking life and death, that wouldn't be the cost of going to a fucking college? Yeah, that's craziness. Yeah. And it's just it's just a matter of just now I'm done yelling about that topic. Yeah, no, and it's hard. There's no easy way to fix it. The, the, the biggest thing that always drives me crazy is uh, looking at both sides of the political debate. It drives me crazy because on the you know Medicare for all side, you know whatever option, like what Jacob just described is true. There are people who are affluent. There are people who also just have good jobs. You know, like um, the statistic is ha- uh, 140 million Americans do get health care through their employer. Uh-huh. Right. Those people don't want to be told. I don't think you should just sweep in and be like, you know what? Everybody in the medical business is out of business. You know, medical insurance seems, business is out of seems business. Seems bad. Seems like that seems like not the best way to go about it. And those people who are insured through their employer, we all know what it's like to get insurance through your employer. Yeah. It's fucking... Uh, actually, actually, the truth is I don't. Uh, I, I actually don't at all, actually. <laughs> but you're familiar with the idea. I'm familiar with the idea. Uh, Concepts. <laughs> it's it's, like, it's like you paying that. for insurance, but somebody else pays for it. <laughs> right. Uh, you're so grateful for that happening. So the idea of someone running for office being like, yeah, that thing you got with your job, I'm going to change that. I can understand people being like, don't. Right. You know. I'm, I'm fine. And on the whole, like, you know what? It costs money to run a hospital. Everything costs a dollar, whatever, you know, pay Everything for it. Everything costs a dollar. You know, on the extreme side of, like, total free market um, medical care, we're not going to leave people dying right at the emergency room door. We're not going to turn away gunshot victims at the emergency room door. Right. And as long as that's the case, you can't have a hardline stance well, because right. that means someone's paying it for it. Yep. So, like, we already are paying. Yeah. For people without health insurance. Yep. The argument needs All the to time. be figured out. And so, you know, and meanwhile, like, we don't even know what things cost. So, on the medical tip, yeah, Ann and I watched that crazy documentary on HBO last night about oh, the, the, the Theranos. The blood, yeah, yeah, Theranos. Oh. Elizabeth Holmes, yes. right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, 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 probably yeah. going to jail now. Okay. Oh, my God. She's insane. 
Yeah, I mean, she's batshit. Between crazy. that story and the uh, all the stuff coming out about the why these Boeing planes are crashing. Oh my god! You're like, I oh, haven't even, I haven't even looked into that. What's going on with that? Uh, uh, I just listened to the. the, okay, the so I know yeah, a little. Go ahead. Great. So, tell me. The new, me. the new Boeing design. I can't believe I, this, I can't believe I'm getting my Boeing news from Paul Mattingly. The, it was designed in Lebanon. The new Boeing design. <laughs> I think the engineers <laughs> I decided. The engineers decided to implement an AI self-correcting system that if they sense the plane is going up too high, too quickly, too quickly, and is. So potentially is, going to stall. So this is an AI system that's built into the flight mechanism of the plane, yes. not the building of the plane no, itself. No. Okay. So, yeah, when, so that was they, they they replaced the the I'll, I'll step in here. So they yeah. they replaced the motors with much larger fuel efficient uh, um, engines, plane engines rather. Okay, mm-hmm. great. And then those engines were placed at different places on the wing to accommodate their size. Right. And so uh, that changed the way that the lift of the same styled airplane. So the danger of having a stall became somewhat more elevated because the pilots, without this understanding of how much more thrust and lift they can get, going up, nose up too quick. But the other side of it is they go, okay, we'll correct this. Whenever the plane goes up too high too quick, AI will adjust and nosedive the the plane automatically. Make it nose down. Doesn't sound like a terrible idea. Until Sounds you reali- like a pretty bad idea. Until, well, it's, it gets really bad when they I mean, realize... Two I have, times it was a really bad idea. I have idea. a bit of hindsight here. <laughs> they two, did two not, times it was definitely a bad they idea. They did not inform the pilots of this change. That's the crazy part. That's yeah. the part I was getting to about like the corporate oversight oh, thing. Yeah. Is that all the pilots... Because what the, the initial outrage is, hey, uh, Boeing was trying to get out of training pilots... It would have cost too much money, and then it, no one would have bought the fucking planes because right. you got to build that cost <laughs> yep. into the plane. Okay, uh, and they're trying to c- compete with Airbus. We got to fucking not. Uh, we we got to make this the same plane and just tell and and pilots. What's crazy is a, a lot of pilots. And if you are a pilot, we have pilot listeners, and we, we have people who work at uh, in transportation. Uh, definitely chime in on this because heyscoops.com, Send us a scoop mail because most pilots are saying all you need to do is tell us. Yep. And all we, the pilots and we are prepare like, for it. Yeah, yeah. All you, like, why weren't we just told that this is this is the one thing you got to watch out for on the new plane? I mean, we would have been fine. I agree with all of that. Just jumping back to the engineer side of it, if I'm the engineer on that, I'm looking at that saying like, do we really want to put a system in place in an airplane that is designed to force the plane into a nosedive? That's. I mean, I don't know anything about this. Hold on. Let me play the part of an engineer. Ask the question again. Uh, Hey, uh, Matt, the engineer. Thank you. Yes, hello. I'm glad to be here. Yes, I I like using your full title. I thought I'd be offered a water or coffee by now, but let's let's proceed. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, the the, the, uh, male uh, executive assistant is off today. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've designed this cup of coffee that goes directly to the floor. If you put coffee in. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Wait a minute. One of the cool things I've done as an engineer. If the coffee's too hot... It melts the cup instantly. Yeah. And it all and falls releases, to the floor. And releases so all the heat. You will never burn your mouth on coffee again. <laughs> you will ruin your shoes. This though. is what I've yeah. done as an airplane designer. So you're welcome. So Matt the engineer. Yes. Do you really want to put a system in place in our airplanes? In in my uh, Alfred Boeing's airplanes. Alfred mm-hmm. Boeing. Alfred Boeing. T Alfred Boeing, I believe. Yes. Uh the, the T, T is T silent. stands for turbulence. <laughs> Uh, do you really want to put a system in our plane that is designed to make the plane go into a nosedive? 
Yes. Sold me? All right. Th- thank you for your time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's crazy, this, the lengths that people will go to and the bald-faced lies that people will tell. That's, it, it's like, it is just like, you know, uh, obviously being out here in Nevada, being uh, under, under Penn's wing for a long time, exposed to a lot of beautiful libertarian ideas. Yeah. Sure. There are things that, like, when you... You know, when you when you get talking to a, a good, open-hearted libertarian, yes, it is. You know, you're like, yeah, there is so much money wasted on all this other shit, and blah 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 blah. And right. you could waste, you know, and if and if people could actually just, these are all solvable problems. All of it always relies on ethics. Uh-huh. Yes, and Which we are in a dark time for that. Yes. Short supply. And this thing, you're talking about this this Theranos thing. Dude, the Theranos thing, it's crazy. Crazy so amount of just she it's so funny. I saw I read a tweet just randomly after yeah. the after the thing, and it's so funny. And uh and the tweet just said, honestly, putting on a fake deep voice and pretending to be a blood expert for a decade is a pretty good bit. <laughs> and, I <was> like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you're right. And that's something that they didn't even talk about in the documentary, but I guess uh Anne heard it on another uh yeah. uh podcast about the whole yeah. thing, how that her voice is totally put on. Her she sounds freaky. It's all the uh, all the science scientifically I'm, I'm a blood expert. Uh, <laughs> what I've decided. Not only is that a good bit, that's a bit that any of us could easily get trapped into doing. Well, well she's she has this hypnotic ability. She yeah. has giant crazy blue eyes that she doesn't blink. That's her number one trick. Right. She okay. doesn't blink. And she looks into old rich it's men's hearts. It's the old <laughs> and she convinces them to give her billions of dollars. This has to be on YouTube by now, but the Michael Caine acting videos, do you know about this? Yes. I, that is something I adhere to. They're good. They're still yeah. valid. That the, 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 they're the, super the, intense. The, the pick the pick a single eye thing. Yeah. Pick a single eye. Ever since I took that in, yeah. number one, explain took, what that means. Okay, so, so uh, when if you're, you're if you're acting on camera, uh-huh. they're gonna take they're gonna take the scene from multiple angles, yes. and you have to look the same in all of them at all the time. And then while you're doing the scene, you have to uh, be whatever strong character you have to be. So what you don't realize is in regular conversations when you're talking to someone, you tend to look at both of their eyes alternatingly. You tend to look at one eye, but you'll switch eyes sometimes Fair as enough. you talk, and sometimes look away and look back to an eye or something like that. And all that reads uh, insecu- as insecurity on a camera. Gotcha. And so when you're talking and you're playing a strong and character, you pick an eye. I not see it now. I in know. Every movie. Ah, yeah. And I'm every time I see it, I'm like, you didn't, somebody didn't get you the memo. I love Some this direct part. It's, it, someone, it is, it, someone pulled the one clip. Michael Caine is looking at it. He's like, look at me right now. Do you see what I'm doing now? I don't blink. Look. I don't blink. Like, holy shit, Michael Caine. Michael Caine is no joke. He's a lizard. Well, the lizards blink. I don't know. Uh, no, but uh, you, you see, it's this imperceptible, tiny little back so, and forth eye thing. But anyway, right. this crazy gal. Yeah. She, first of all, she came from a very wealthy family. Yeah. Dropped out of Stanford. Whoa, I'm dropping out of Stanford. Whoa. Yeah. I must know what's going on. Yeah. That is what you have to say if you drop out of Stanford, basically. Um, she just convinces a bunch of super wealthy people yeah. to give her a ton of money over what she claims is new technology. Right. Which is not new technology. There's nothing this new about it. This is what I'm I haven't watched the documentary. This is what I'm going to ask, and this is the same thing about the oh, yeah, fire so festival spoiler, 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 spoiler at this point. Now. Yeah. Yeah. From, from this point forward. But I mean, whatever. It's a documentary. 
spoiler documentary? I suppose, yeah. You can spoil a documentary, but nonetheless, it's... Anyway, the the whole... You're, gonna, you're not going to watch it just to watch her not blink anyway. You're oh, gonna, it's something. You're just watch She's a character. Yeah. So, the whole concept of her device yeah. is being able to do a myriad of blood tests, like close to 150 traditional blood tests, yeah. without using traditional vein draw blood where you get three or four big vials of blood. Right. right. Because when you're doing 150 blood tests, you might need some blood to do those blood tests. Big, 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 big vials of blood. Right. So what they did is they developed this little thing. Sorry, I'm fascinated by this or I would have joined it. They would just do. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) A a pin prick. Yeah. On the finger. Uh Yeah. Getting a minuscule amount of blood in these tiny little vials. Yeah. That's basically the only giant quotes, new technology right. that was invented. Was Which I believe was invented in Lebanon. It probably. I tiny, believe. As far as I know. As far as I believe. <laughs> tiny little vials of blood. Yeah. Like super small. Yeah. And then they'd stick these in these machines, which would go about doing tests in traditional ways yeah. okay. for blood. But the machines, they never got the machines to work right. Right. And the machines, you can imagine, I mean... Think about think about your typical vending machine. Right. Think Always. about your typical big ass fucking. I can't stop thinking about typical vending machine. Yeah. What happens when you press a number on there, Matt? After you put your money in, sometimes. Uh, sometimes it doesn't feel like you pushed it at all. Well, sometimes what it pushes to the, it twice. What happens to the thing? The, and the, then the, the item you're trying to get correctly, and then the thing just dangles off of its little spiral. Right. Let's see. Let's drop. Let's also think about your traditional liquid dispensing devices. Okay. Uh, let's think about like a soda pe- fountain. Yeah, an old my school, penis. No, an old school soda can. Let's think about my an old think school about Matt's penis. Soda can Try vending to stop machine. Me. Yeah. Old school soda can vending machine. Yeah. Right. Just think about that. It's shaped like Matt's penis. What do you got there? A beautiful penis. You got a vending machine, lots of cans, yeah, little containers of fluid. Yeah, uh-huh. right. Now, does anyone else feel like we've just been pulled in a Paul's TED talk? Yes, for the most part. For the most part, Next everything's going to go. This is a vending machine. Dude, I'm weirdly is, interested. She did too. these. This is what she did. For the most part, you're I never would have thought that I'd be interested in, in Paul's TED talk. You're going to be fine with just putting in your money, pressing your button. The the machine the mechanism is going to function properly and drop out your small container of, the, of fluid. The vending machine will vend. Yeah, but let's say one of those containers gets punctured inside the machine, ruptures inside the machine from freezing or what have you. Yeah. Well, now you've got a mess. Right. You've got a you've got a Pepsi machine just full of sticky cola, affecting all of the different little vials of fluid in there. And Wait, is this blood testing machine that has a whole bunch of different people's blood in it at the same time? That's just it. Oh, that's just it. Oh no! It constantly runs. Like you might even even if you're just running one at a time. Yeah. Eventually, you open that thing up, and it's just a sticky blood. It's hole. just covered in blood. Yeah. It's just blood splatter everywhere because they it's a, it, a vampire jerked off I, of this machine. I don't know how this happened. Yeah. <laughs> then they realized. Oh wait. We can't do the tests with just this little bit of blood. <laughs> we need to dilute the blood so that we have more sample to use, right? Okay. Then at a certain point, they're just like, now fuck it. Let's just take blood from the veins at these wellness centers where we've rolled out this revolutionary product. So most of the time, they were just doing traditional, traditional. taking the blood and then putting them in traditional machines. 
Great. from other companies. So it was a con the whole time. Again, a whole this is, time. This is, remember, remember now, my fire festival question for you was: yes. did, did they think they were? Which the the because this was get get back to with the Jets thing is: did, did they take the leap thinking that they were ultimately covering for the, the truth that would follow? In that, other words, yes. would, would I ultimately be correct? Were, they, jumped they, off, they jumped off the cliff and were building the airplane on the way down. Right. And there was... There but was, when they jumped off the cliff, were they, or when, when they... No, I'm not going to continue that metaphor. When they started doing these <laughs> blood tests... Yes. I thought better of that. Quitter. Yep. Uh, when they started doing these blood tests, uh-huh. did they believe that their uh, mechanism and their method was faulty from the beginning... And that's, was this a con from the beginning, or was where this we're a, at right like, now? You know, we thought this was going to work. We had the best of intentions, and we were wrong. And then we made some wrong decisions along the way. So we're the second half until the our second tech half, came around. Yeah, right. the second half is what you would get from, and you haven't got the there. lady. No, no, no. Oh. The second, the second half of your thing is like you know she's delusional and believes she's. Well, doing... I don't care what she says. Well, because that, she could just be lying. About she it. lying? Yeah, because yeah. By the time they rolled out the product, because she's definitely been lying, they rolled out the product. She lying. To, she lying to a bunch of Walgreens in Arizona. You know why Gazelle's afraid of her? She lying. Because she lying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she lying like a dog, lying like a rug. Um, the, uh, the the right at the start, they were already just taking blood like normal, and they were having to train all these poor Walgreens pharmacists. Oh God. To suddenly become phlebotomists oh, when no. the oh. promise had been a simple pinprick at the finger and then a tiny little like a sample diabetes that you, blood test. Yeah, like that, that you yeah. send off for anything. And, of course, beyond all that, yeah. the results were just all jacked up. Right. But, like the testing was yeah. just ineffective and well, because they've got Dangerous a bowl of they've got a bowl of fifty different people's blood and they're trying to test one one batch of blood in that fucking bowl. Yeah, so, you know, you've seen those, uh, what do they call them, cyclotrons? What are those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, where yeah, they yeah. spin the blood and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Those are giant fucking machines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She try, they're trying they're to terrifying. Con- yeah, they're trying to condense all that into basically a box the size of a computer from 2000. Okay. Yeah, a high computer tower. Yeah, computer tower from 2000. Maybe a little bit bigger. And the engineers were just like, you know, via the laws of physics, yeah, we're not able to squeeze this much stuff to do all these tests into this box. Well, because there's period. there's some horsepower that goes into those spinners too. And then even on their best days, when those machines were functioning close to how they d- were designed, uh-huh. yeah, the lab techs who set up the sample to get into the machine in the first place and to prepare the machine to go about its rigorous testing, uh-huh. yeah. We're doing six to eight hours of prep work anyway. Okay. So it just never, it never made any It didn't sense. save anyone any time. Never and, saved and any time. Results. The, 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 the idea is a beautiful thought, but it's about as new tech revolutionary as my idea of putting a dome over parts of Ethiopia that can, <laughs> that can sometimes be translucent. I'll invest. And some, right. Hey, but this is the thing. It's a fine idea. She has friends. She was, she's friends with Henry Kissinger yeah. and stuff. Like she get these crazy money people, and so the company had been evaluated at nine billion, nine and a half billion at one point. And once you're, once you're, once you're, and in once that you're shape. in that, that's it, and that's it, and then it becomes just this whoa. What's it, and it was all in Silicon Valley, and that's Ooh. and and 
it's one thing like the, the 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 way they were talking about it, you know, it's one thing if you've watched Silicon Valley, the the Mike Judge show, TV which show. is brilliant, okay. it is amazing. So if you've watched any of that, it's one thing to bullshit your way through the creation of a dating app, right, or uh, or something that's going to tell you whether or not you're taking a picture of a hot dog. But when you're getting down to which I am, am I am I do I have syphilis, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not cool to just be like, "We'll fake it till we make it." That's the whole thing because that's the that's the way they operate in Silicon Valley. They just straight up lie until they do have a workable product. Yeah, I mean, there there are a lot. You know, we we've all met folks from from out in Silicon Valley, and you are I'm always not, saying not everyone in Silicon Valley just no. lies until they have a workable product. There are honest people in Silicon Valley. Yeah, please don't misconstrue my. No, words. but you do have. I have to... friends in Silicon Valley. They're honest and hardworking people. There you go. You do have to always think that we've joked on this. We joked about this that your app is going to change the world. The first thing you have to do is tell everyone it's going to change the world, right? And then have to figure out like how how people will actually do it, who will actually get into it. And what you'll get out of it, like, but like you always start with some kind of crazy concept, and there's there's that a beha- starts with changing the world, and there's a behavioral scientist on the documentary talking about all this yeah. too, and he's like, some of this thinking, you have to engage in this to a point. No one would open a restaurant, right? Right. No one would. No one would start a magic show, right? You know what I mean? You have to have. Why did these, you? Should I not do that? At, oh yeah. shit! Right. Well, but it's you have to, you have to put yourself out there sometimes. And be like, you know what? Here we go. We're gonna figure this out. I know things are kind of crazy, but da da da. But there there comes a point where if you are endangering other people, yeah, or uh, just constantly lying about where you you have to have some degree of objectivity has yeah. to come into play at a certain point, and it's finding that balance. Like for myself, right? I'm I'm an actor. Ha ha ha! I acted diddly squat last year. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. 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 But I'm an actor in the in the craft. Let's say craft since we're talking about acting. <laughs> uh, let's do some no, but crap. in in in, in the the, uh, the suspension of disbelief, right? Yeah. When we teach improv training, uh-huh. right, with business improvisations, we talk about the suspension of judgment, and then we say that we usually make that very clear early on, because then sure enough, you go like, "What?" Well, at some point, you have to go whatever. You know, you have to go. Hey, wait, that won't work. And you go, "Correct." That's why we call it suspension of judgment, not. Elimination of, of judgment. judgment. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't say yeah. there should be, never be judgment at any point. No, we just say put it put it down the put road a little bit. A bit. Yeah, because when you See when you introduce goes. judgment too early, you shit on everyone's ideas. That's it, and then no one wants to speak up. Yeah, and so it just becomes the most critical person becomes the loudest voice in the room. That leaves very little room for innovation. I wonder if that's going on in any <laughs> political <laughs> exactly or, or, right. or discussion circles in our society now. That's, well, that's what I'm saying. Like when you don't leave room for encouragement and outlandish ideas, you're yeah. going. You're never going to get that innovative thing. And that's the right. whole the whole fucking source of business improvisations program. And I've put watched it in action, and it's fascinating. And uh-huh. it is wonderful when judgment comes back in. Right. You know, because then you can take the crazy idea, find yeah. the nugget that might be there. That's and it. Implement it in a rational way. You know, so uh, a fun story that is told uh, by someone I taught with was, was a true story. I have no idea where. I have none of the facts correct. I believe it was in Lebanon. Okay, I'll go so, with that. Um, I believe so. Lebanese. Uh, uh, but it was uh, basically like um, the uh, telephone lines or the electrical wires. Let's say the electrical wires were freezing over every time it snowed. Okay. And it was, crazy, it was causing havoc when people would wake up. And all of a sudden, everyone's electricity would be out kind of thing or whatever. This was uh, the, the wires were getting too much ice on them and breaking? Yes. 
I think so, or something like that, or shorting things out. Right. Ice was the problem. Transformers were getting blown. Maybe. No, what did Optimus Prime think about that? Loved it. I'll tell you why. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm so happy I was able to think of a Transformer name right then. Yeah. Uh, uh, That's exactly where I was trying to go, Jacob. So at a a meeting, a guy just goes, well, maybe we'll just put honey on all the poles. And someone's like, what? And he goes, if you put honey on the poles, bears will come out and try to eat the honey. And if the bears come out, they'll shake the poles and they'll shake the ice off of them. And everyone was like, that's ridiculous. But then someone was like, shake the poles. Wait a minute. And so what they did was when it reached a certain temperature, they took their uh, their police helicopter in the town. And they had the helicopter fly low. And just dust off the and ice. And dust off all the ice and shake the poles and dust things off the ice and solve the problem by that See, way. See, I would have created some sort of machine that looks like <laughs> a bear that just shakes your pole yeah. from time to time to keep everything off. But it took thinking about a but, bear. But yeah. To shaking think the, about shaking the poles, right. think about how else can we shake the poles, yeah. but you had to go about it that way. That's awesome. You know? Yeah. So, like, those are the things that, like, yes. So, we we let outlandish ideas come in, then all of a sudden someone's like, we're not really going to let bears come over our town and shake our poles, right? Mm-hmm. No. But we but we didn't introduce judgment until after we thought about the idea of shaking the poles. I eat my peas with honey. Right. I've done it all my life. It makes the peas taste funny, but it keeps them on the knife. <laughs> there you go. That doesn't help anything. But um, <laughs> at the Boeing situation that you're talking about, like I could see actually that a corporation is large enough. Yeah. And of course, they're competing against the foreign companies and they're trying to keep jobs open in America. Mm-hmm. Everyone's being a team player. I could see that the, the disbursement of judgment being vast enough that everyone's just playing a small part. Well, and also and then all that going down. A big part of the whole documentary of the of the Theranos thing, the corporate culture gets to a place where nobody talks to each other. Every department becomes just yeah. completely isolated yeah. and terrified of each other. Right. Because it's like, who's ratting out who? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then communication, total breakdown. Dies, yeah. So a piece of information, a vital piece of information like we're making a drastic change to one component of the AI system yeah. just happens and maybe only eight people even really know about it. Yeah. And then the rest of the company, someone who would have been like, hey, we should probably put out a memo. At the least, right? <laughs> right. Or somebody who would have said, hey, we should probably put a little bear sticker on the, the, the sides of those uh, AI boxes that say, better bear, bear, bear warning. Right, right. You know, you, you're going to yeah. nosedive if you go too fast. You know, but you and know what I mean? Goes, and someone just goes like, well, we said we didn't need to train. That seems like you're going to make that train. So, no, if that, if that leads to having to pay for millions of hours of training, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, then don't make the don't no, I know, but that's yeah. yeah it's but, just, it just it, those are just but and everyone's just protecting Boeing and America and American jobs because the conversation is not allowed to get creative. Right, the conversation is stifled. Yeah, the conversation is stopped outright. Yeah, so yeah, I stopped listening at some point, but as far as I can tell, <laughs> the uh, the mistake that Boeing made was smearing all that honey on the planes. Thank you. It's a big part of it. Thank you. It's a big yeah, part of it, it takes a half listener to really boil it down properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Production, not production meeting. Uh, Vegas parking and weather. Vegas parking and weather. No one does it better than ICS. Someone tried to rob the Bellagio again. They oh, sure did. They did rob the Bellagio. They, they didn't did try. Well, they, no, they, they didn't get off the property. They didn't, they didn't get away. Though. They got close. They didn't and leave they alive. Got shot. Yeah, oh, they man. got shot in the head. I'm curious. Ooh, there's two things. There's two. Uh, cu- we heard the gunshots at Absinthe. 
Oh my god! It was across the street. Oh, I guess that's right. He was, it's right he was over outside. There. Oh shit! And literally, I mean, uh, forty yards. So years uh, ago was it? Was it a year ago? Was it years ago? Was it a year ago? It was a successful robbery of the Bellagio. The motorcycle guy. Guy in a motorcycle. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was a few years back. That was a, that was a, it definitely was a few years back because then I was I was acting in a reenactment of that. Okay. And then uh, it was such a poor, piss poor production uh, happening in Vegas with no money that no one knew that. And so when someone came in reenacting the robbery, like Jeez. some people at the casino, we were, it was at, it was not at the Bellagio. It was at some other smaller property. More they hadn't advised property. them that they were shooting a robbery. Yeah. It may or may not have been the Ellis Island Casino. I don't. Remember. Oh my god! And uh, they're going to get somebody. And kids. so, so then people started going crazy. And then we had to like. Right. Then they had to re let everyone know. That we were reenacting a thing here. But then you know what happened uh, a week later? Someone robbed the Ellis Island, no problem. <laughs> because they thought it was a reenactment? I don't know. <laughs> Somebody so watched a, your reenactment one. So because uh, of that, I was, I I was way crazy. on top of the Bellagio one. And the, the thing that was crazy about it is the guy got out the door with chips. Yes. He robbed the, uh, the, poker, the poker room cage. Yeah. The poker room has its own cage. Yeah. But what good are chips going to do you? Well, this is it. So, so, uh, in some properties, this is this, this gives me my first major curiosity. In some properties, you know, the chips can be accepted by other casinos. Yes. MGM, I believe, is one of those properties, depending on the, uh, the size of the chip. Yeah. The, the monetary size of the chip. And that's it. And so depending on the monetary size. And what, Not the, the physical but, size. But the Not the physical size. <laughs> just, just, we only take giant poker chips yeah. here. I have myself a commemorative <laughs> giant chip. Oh, yes. We take those here. We accept that. It is only worth a dollar, (laughs) but I imagine I could get more for it on the secondary market for its novelty. (laughs) Also, it is a hell of a thing to throw on the table when you are in the middle of a heated pot. (laughs) Allow me to say I cannot overstate the times. I cannot overstate how much metaphors I'm not speaking in. Literally, I'm literally telling you, heated pot. If if there is a heated pot (laughs) happening at your poker table, and you want to be the guy, this is your move. Here's here's how the move goes. Yeah, I will see your raised bet, (laughs) and I will raise you one giant commemorative chip dollar, and then you throw the giant commemorative chip dollar onto the heated pot. Smashing and thrashing all the other chips below it. After you have thrown the giant commemorative dollar onto the heated pot, the heated pot will then continue to heat more rapidly, and the contents within will start to boil over. That's right. And it will lift up the poker chip ever so slightly, and it will make a mess on the stove. Bring basil. (laughs) No one wants to play me in poker. Um... So, I don't understand the rules of poker. Why? I understand them enough. <laughs> Just uh, enough. So of uh so what that we discovered by that first robbery is that chips above a certain amount of money all have serial numbers on them. Right. And they have uh computer chips computer inside chips. of them. Yes, I meant. So, yeah, yeah. Just like amiibo. Exactly sure. exactly what you said. It's gotta be near near field RFID stuff. It is. Yeah, uh, all yeah. those words. Um <laughs> So, uh, the answer to that question I know is yes. <laughs> and so, basically, like, and, and the chips were then, then all the casinos go, all right, well, none of us will accept Bellagio, uh, um, right. uh, chips. And this person will have to cash them in here, 
We know the serial numbers. And we'll get them. And we'll get them. And and then they said, you know, because some people put out like, some people have, other people have very valuable chips they haven't cashed in Mm -hmm. for tax, you know, whatever reasons, safety deposit boxes, et cetera. And they had to say to everyone, hey, after this date, those chips are worthless, which they're allowed to do. Only in very specific circumstances, but a, a big robbery like that is one of those circumstances. Wow. So to say, hey, sorry, if you're another person, you know, entity, family, whatever, yeah. who has the Bellagio chips. If you have $500,000 in chips sitting in your safety deposit box, better bring them you in. need to come cash those in. Or, or you can exchange them exchange for, them other, for chips other chips that will continue to be good. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, but, you know. Still, that's a lot of logistics. But the word has to get out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, there's feasible where someone said, I never read anything, never saw anything. Uh, but they put a deadline on it for that. So with that in mind, the idea that someone would rob the Bellagio again uh-huh. seems like if there's any casino that has explored the playbook of this yep. extensively, it's the Bellagio. Not to mention... Plus there was a whole movie starring uh, <laughs> Brad Pitt and yeah. uh, George Clooney <laughs> yeah. about robbing the Bellagio. And you don't have their technology. No. their camera tricks. You don't have it. Or <laughs> their charisma. You don't have Let's 11 people honest. helping you out on this. No. You do not have Bernie Mac. No. No. No, no charisma. Way. No way. Nope. You don't have that guy who kind of looks like Jet Li, but it isn't Jet Li. Hey, no charisma. I... So, um, another thing... the guy who kind of looks like Jet Li? I don't know, but he can fit in a box. Oh, it's that little dude. He showed up in the all-girl one. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> Ocean's 8. Yeah. Yeah. The wife and I went to see that one. Oh. With, uh... <laughs> that was a tough one. Eh, uh, it's not the worst. Oh, uh, okay. I no, mean... There are worse movies. There are, yeah. It's, it's, not as, it's not as bad as some other movies. Yeah. Yeah. Have ever been oh, made. Definitely... Well, also, you, you also, you don't go into... I think we actually did discuss this on it. I don't... You don't go into Ocean's 8 being like, all right, I want to be, take me on a journey. Right. You know, like you're, ah. you're there to watch a show off of star power. It is a show yeah, off yeah. of star power. And I'll say this, it had more solid comedic beats than the Ghostbusters remake. That's the all ladies Ghostbusters remake. And it had, go ahead, finish my sentence. And it Hathaway. Checkmate, Manning Lee. I'm sorry, Matt. I can't meet you Hathaway on this one. <laughs> meet me Hathaway. <laughs> Across uh, your thighs. Whoa. <laughs> And Hathaway, if I could fuck you, I would die. Meet me at Hathaway. Meet me at Hathaway. Halfway across their thighs. The worst across move ever. Your Just to go halfway across Ooh. the thigh. Let me rub your thigh and stop. <laughs> um, Why not halfway across the thighs? Here's my second right curiosity about the Bellagio Lay it robbery. On the line. Yes. Yeah. Las Vegas local talk right here. Here we go, yeah. guys. Here we this, go. This is why you listen to this fucking show. Vegas. Parking and weather, no one does it better than ICS. The hardest strip casino to drive into and drive out of oh, has to be the Bellagio. For fucking sure. It's in the middle of the fucking strip. It's real close. It's this deceptively small casino that's actually around the back end of the giant uh, fountaining Fountain. lake. That yeah. was the route that I took to work every day. Yeah. I drove with the, the Bellagio on my right-hand side as I made that turn onto yeah. the strip to go into... Bally's. Yeah. Or sometimes I go straight across to go into Bally's. Yeah. But regardless, it's a 10 minute intersection. Yeah. And we're not joking. It's a 10 minute intersection. It's like, it is on one its of the best worst, day. It's yeah. A, it's a 10 minute intersection. It is one of the yeah, worst. Yeah. Like, the guy on the motorcycle was kind of smart, you know, for yeah. that thing. But but still, even still, you're you're making the most. It's just why, why of all the ones, why that one? Uh, and this is what I want to get into because I don't think I'm ever going to rob a casino, Jacob. Oh. Uh, 
Probably not. Because uh, I don't want to pigeonhole on air to be, you know, if, if this ever goes down, we're going to be suspects from here on out. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm never going to rob a casino. So which casino would you rob if you had to? And why? I mean, this is my question also for the listeners. I would like to. Uh, I would like to put this. I like, I like people participating at, at, at hay scoops on this. So you're not saying which which casino would we rob? You're asking theoretically which do we think would be the easiest casino to get away with robbing? Yes. Like if uh, if I was stuck in a bad '90s Hollywood movie where I yes. have to rob a casino or my wife dies of cancer, uh, I have no choice. Uh huh. Where where are you gonna Where are you gonna go down? Uh, well, let's see. What casino are you taking out of Chinatown? First of all, I'm not I'm not doing a casino on the Las Vegas Strip. Okay. It might be the M. <laughs> it might be the M <laughs> Resort and Casino, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> this is good talk. Yeah, yeah. The M is hilarious. So if you're not again, you're not yeah, a local. Tell us about the M. The M is okay. So there used to be the South Point Casino. Well, there still is. There's still yeah, South yeah, Point Casino. Still and the South Point Casino was considered; it was named because it was the most South Point of Las Vegas. Yes, literally, it's the first casino you could hit coming in from California. Yeah. It is on Las Vegas Boulevard. Yeah, but it is not considered to be part of the Strip because yeah. it is miles south of the it Mandalay Bay. It is closer Bay. to the prison on Las Vegas Boulevard than yes. it is to the actual Mandalay <laughs> Bay. It is. You are still <laughs> ten minutes from from going Las Vegas when you hit the South right. Point. Yeah. Right? Yes. Then along comes the M. Yes, and says I'll I'll raise you. I'm going to go even further away from Las Vegas <laughs> so and like far, far away from the South Point, <laughs> and far from the South Point, and create our own little resort that all of us have gone to once in our lives. Yeah, yeah. Went there for the uh, <laughs> the uh, John Denver tribute. Right, that's who show. plays. The it does M. continually get voted uh, to have the uh, best bang for the buck uh, buffet. That's in true. Vegas. That is true. I bet that's it's true. usually about a twenty five dollar buffet. I think when it first it opened... comes with free wine and beer. It's oh, part of the there buffet. You, that's why everybody and it's votes good food. For it. Okay. Yeah. I've, it's 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 like and it's else. a nice resort. It's, it's a nice spot. It really yeah, yeah. is like the, 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 the spa. They have the, the a very affordable restaurant on the top of it. Yeah. I have gone like once a year. We nice go there pool. for something. Yeah. Yeah. They have a nice pool. We've we've gone and gotten uh, cabanas at the pool there and had parties there and everything. Very affordable pool experience yes. if you want to do the whole Vegas pool thing. But yeah, like ten of us will go and it's like a five hundred dollar minimum uh, yeah. minimum buy to to have to a, a, a cabana for but, no, to have a cabana for everybody oh. at the pool. And so you're gonna rob the M because basically you're already out of Vegas. You're already out of Vegas. You're already out. You got You're a, like you three got minutes but from California State. You are, you are probably under different uh, police jurisdiction. <laughs> That's you're not prob- Metro coming to there. No, you're probably you're probably oh, back you're in right. Metro. You're probably back into uh, to Vegas Municipal at that point. Yeah, I don't even know. Or you or because the Vegas Strip is up. not well. We're you know we're not doing this tomorrow. No, we the Vegas time. Yeah, the Vegas Strip is not technically part of Las uh-huh. Vegas. We're not doing Ever. this at all. Wink. But the thing is the the no way. The M has multiple entrances and exits, all th- both the building and the and the parking areas. Yeah, and don't it they is call it the entrance? The, probably. <laughs> if they don't, they're missing it. And the M skit. <laughs> they definitely call it the M skit. Yeah, please, I'm not sure about the M. Please, the M skit to your left. What? That's how we say exit here at the M. <laughs> Everything starts with M. Your maroon is ready. <laughs> Mui, we'd like to wish you a good day. <laughs> Mellow, thank you for calling me M. <laughs> May I help you? That, oh, that, one, just, that, that one just works. I don't have to change. <laughs> I'm really on brand with that, this one. That one's my favorite, honestly. Because the other ones get really complicated. 
but has lots of entrances and exits, Apparently, uh, building and parking this, area, and it's right next movie. to the freeway. It's right next to the, the okay. I-15 freeway, which you can just hit and, <laughs> and take lay, off either and north or south. Drop the hammer. You yeah. ordered several adult movies. <laughs> You will have to be charged, uh, and you also use the m- mini bar. Yeah, and we added him on that, even though it works regular. M- m- mini bar, m- m- mini bar. Aye, 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 aye. You drink all of the McCallans. M- it's already in there. I don't know why you're stuttering on the here's m- your McCallans. Ma- here's your. Maroon. I have a stutter. <laughs> maroon service. I brought you your m- m- mimosas. <laughs> Why? Are they, how many M's on that one? <laughs> a lot. There's a lot. Because it's, it's, it's bottomless. M, it's the M branded. <laughs> bottomless. Bottomless So you can have a lot. A lot of M's. Uh, can I refill your glass? I see that it's empty. Uh, <laughs> promotion. Yay! Now Mo- you're emperor. Remo- the emperor. <laughs> oh, emperor. <laughs> Come feel like an emperor. Oh my gosh. Emperor's Club should be the name of their Emperor's club card. Emperor's Club should be the name Come of their club. Come on. Yes. Emperor's Club. Yep. Oh man, I can't I can't get hired and robbed the place in the same day. Ah! Well, I mean the like honestly, thing is as uh, MGM uses their their players card club is M Life. Oh yeah. yeah. And I mean M Resort has to just be yeah. like Come Fuck on, you, man. give yeah. us that one. Yeah. Can you can you give us a little bit of sidewalk? Yeah, can you give us a little little real estate. Have what would some, you rob? have some empathy? <laughs> have some empathy, Mattingly. Who are you going to rob? Uh, I would create my own casino. This is what I knew. I knew to go to him before me because I knew that he would not actually engage. And I, it would Mattingly. Be... I've done five hundred or whatever episodes, but <laughs> he never properly engages. Never just answers the question. No, no, no. We were just going to have guests today, and I, 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 in my head, I was like, I, this is good for a guest. I really thought it'd be really funny to corner Johnny Katz in answering this question. Yeah, yeah. Since he has to go everywhere. <laughs> yeah, he's so still Johnny, gonna... if you're listening, I know you listen. He uh, sometimes never, he would never get ready admit to which one. Because we're, we're still going to. It will be my default question. Yeah. It will be my default question for guests for the for the, for the next. Uh, no, I would two I weeks. would go to the Ino Ino Pino Casino, <laughs> okay, <laughs> which is all themed out in Lord of the Rings, <laughs> and that way, if uh, the cops who were coming to get me, Ino Ino Pino lifeguard, they, which would be. I, my, I'd have my my sword and it would glow blue yeah. when uh, when the cops were coming, so I'd be able to get out in time. <laughs> Emino, Emino, Emino. Okay. Map. So if if the win or the Palazzo gets robbed, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be arrested because okay. those are my one of those two are my two spots there because the place where the highway gets the closest to the strip. Uh-huh. Is right there on Spring Mountain. Yes, and then if you go uh, north instead of towards instead of south towards Los Angeles, if you go towards Salt Lake City, yeah, you immediately can either go sh- the straight route on the fifteen or divert onto the five fifteen out of town. Yes, you, there's multiple highways there. There's highways that spread in three different major highways that spread That's three true. different directions. At the why bottom. is why is no one talking about the obvious move, which is a chair hooked up to ten drones? That you just you're out of there. Oh, and just <laughs> just because just. I didn't want to give my plan away, Mattingly. <laughs> or honestly, and here's here's a perfect ride thing. like the wind robbery. Here's a perfect <laughs> thing. Here's a perfect thing of thinking crazy. Yeah, but then like to just get your bag. If that guy just put his bag on a drone, oh, and just got in the bag. The drone gone. is just gone. Oh, that's good stuff. Oh, that's really clever right? stuff. I mean, it had to be a, a heavy duty drone or two. Yeah. But like if you still, 
still, it's. I do think. Yeah. I, I believe that at least some of the casinos on the strip now have drone killing technologies. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. That they they just send out a pulse and, and it forces the drone to land. Yeah, it's uh, it's actually they kill their self esteem. Yeah, <laughs> they just tell they them don't they don't let them in any of their their nightclubs. You the are drones. fat. <laughs> nothing but a drone. <laughs> nothing but a fucking drone. You're just a drone. You're never going to be an emperor. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's good. I like that. Oh, that's good thinking. Yeah. All of it sounds like. If but none of our logic Ellis was, Island doesn't have drone fighting technology. No, no, they don't. <laughs> Ellis Island also doesn't have more than eighty dollars in cash on hand at any given time. <laughs> Are they even opening still? Is Ellis yeah, Island still going? As oh, far man. as I know, unless the world stopped drinking eggnog during the holidays. <laughs> Is that what bread they do? and butter? Oh my god, you've never gotten Ellis? They sell They're drugs a, and nog. Yeah, they have they have brewery attached to the casino. Very famous. The look very your, famous. Yes, the <laughs> very. Look, the look. How many things have you brought up I never heard of? Why are you going to give me a stink guy? The look because... on your face about the taste of nog is correct. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. Your face of of it is alcohol infused, infused nog. nog, pre you know done prefab in a jug. But that was a when I did not have children. That was a that was a holiday tradition. <laughs> oh, there tradition. there have been many uh, many nights tradition. that ended in poor decisions that began at Ellis Island. Oh, for sure. And that's just in my life. Yeah. I have a few Ellis Island stories. The karaoke is where it's at. To a point of blood debts. (laughs) It's like that fucking... It is dead fucking serious karaoke. It is the most serious karaoke bar I've ever seen. It is the don't you dare have fun karaoke bar. It is fucked. I I have sung in 11 years, not counting vacations in Vegas before that, which I don't think we ever went to Ellis Island on vacation. Oh my God. We need a Jacob karaoke stats jingle. Uh, We don't really. No. No, Uh, we're fine. Uh, Fro Yog, I'm kidding. Fro Yog, we in do eleven need, years, I believe need, I'm committing a crime with a drone. <laughs> do you have I've, I've been in this, I do. I've been in I've been in that karaoke bar quite a few times. Yeah, I have attempted to sing exactly one song. Yes, and it was not fun. I tried to sing all with... I wanted to do was have a good time. All the karaoke people there want to do is rehearse yep. and then come in and perform and hope that somebody discovers them. Yes, that's what it, it's crazy. It's like, yo, this is not American Idol. I tried to you sing her once, psycho, and I broke all of the rules, and I right. without trying, and I somehow got yelled at. A they don't lot. want you to. They don't want you to carry a drink onto the stage nope. with you, which is that was strike one for me. Which is six inches higher than the floor. You can I barely mean, it's hold a, the mic. It's a step up. Yeah, and there's a small stage that is a step up. If you were to so step tiny. off of the stage, that is also a huge infraction. Yes, they get very angry at you for for not because they don't the want stage. you holding the mic. They don't want you holding the mic away from the thing. And uh, if you walk the mic, if you walk the mic off the stage. Uh, I have seen them uh, just stop people's music for that. Yes. And uh, I was stopped for cursing. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're not allowed to curse. Even if you've convincingly, if you, even if you've convincingly told everyone you're about to turn into a werewolf, if you curse, they'll still, those, those will stop you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I broke, I broke those rules as well. Yeah, I broke all those rules. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's terrible stuff. Bad times. But people do go there. And I mean, it is it is wonderful people watching. Yeah, and people do go there in order to get discovered. And just my opinion, my belief. This isn't a fact. I'm not telling you to do anything. Uh huh. It is a very robbable casino. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like no ghetto. You don't, you don't need like a motorcycle or a car. You, you need a skateboard. You just need a healthy pair of legs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that will get you. I think that's good. That does stuff. it. I think that's it. 
Um, I guess the, 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 the Batman move, Paul, would be to catch the tramp. If the tram runs outside of the Ellis Island, it <laughs> <That laughs> would be to fucking Batman yourself underneath the, the tram. Oh, under the monorail? Yeah, under the monorail. Yeah, if you, if you were to somehow, you know. You could snake line onto the monorail and <laughs> yeah, just yeah, zip yeah. away. Zip away. Fucking eight. My, uh, so my kids were sick and so too. Uh, I bought them Spider-Man Spider-Verse today on, on iTunes. Okay. Oh, good. It's the um, best. Because they're just camped out on the couch. And so, holy shit. I, I didn't get through all of it because I had to come here. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to leave. This is the thing. This is a and, great movie. And gives me so much shit. But it's, it's without a doubt the best movie of last year. It's best really movie good. of last year. Yeah, yeah. For, me, for a lot of people, not just me. Yeah. Nerds are going to give you that answer. Hardcores are going to give you that answer. It's it's easily the best Spider-Man film ever made. Yeah, that's and it's arguably and the last one with uh, Michael Keaton was was good. Yeah, it's arguably. Look the... at my I don't blink. Oh wait, that's Michael Keaton. <laughs> I fucking <laughs> loved it. Look at my eye. I don't blink. I fucking loved it. <laughs> Michael Keaton. <laughs> there we go. I was ready to love it because I'm a Spider-Man fanatic. I did not I was... realize how how incredible it was going to be. Yeah, I heard great things about it, so I bought it n- no problem. But, like, trying to, like, you know, walk around and, like, get my kids settled, I was like, oh, I don't want to... What crushes me about it is it's Miller and Lord, the guys that got kicked off of Solo. Oh, who put, shit. Right? So I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, Disney? Yeah. Uh, you dropped the ball. You could have had a Solo movie that sings, and you got, you got chicken shit scared. And it's out there. A Solo movie is out there to be the most realistic like good heartstrings but you haven't seen solo right i haven't seen solo okay you liked it i liked it there you go but one I, paul i just did walk- a deep dive and people like the solo movie <laughs> they're walking away these guys are walking <laughs> I just, away I just, I just did a lot of research a hundred percent of people in this room that have seen it liked it it's true and that's the science that's i mean that's hard science. facts paul uh, the You're university right. of las vegas found in 2013 that uh, 23 casinos uh, bring in over se- uh, tw- 23 Las Vegas casinos bring in over 72 million dollars a year each uh, during that they brought this was during uh, tw- the 2013 fiscal year and those 23 casinos ended up making over fi- or taking over five billion dollars of their visitors' money that year. Wow, that's an average of how much per day per casino? Eighty billion. Eighty billion. How would how would the average per day be eighty billion when it's five billion of uh, for the year? You know what that is. Brace yourselves, everyone. Paul's doing Kentucky math. The new jingle. That's Kentucky math. There you go. <laughs> eighty billion. All right, stand by it. We're going jingle crazy right now. Hit it, production meeting. Right. Ooh, sausage. We're trying here, fellas. Yeah. But uh, so so uh, mixed results on saying that we want to do uh, free Vegas meetups for patrons. Yes. Some people saying they can't afford to come out here, blah, blah, blah. Um, not blah, blah, blah. Not blah, blah, blah. That makes sense. That's what they're saying, and it makes sense. Uh, and, and the people- extra episode, some people want, but uh, but some people don't care about. And so for the people who want it, you'll still get it. We'll still do extra episodes when we break the 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 tier. Right. Right. We're not anti doing extra episodes. What we're saying is that the people who want that are already patrons and we want new patrons. And so we're trying to think of a new incentive for people and that most people, a side effect of listening to our podcast is like our social components are 
what make us, I think, superior to other podcasts. Yes. You we, guys basically make us the best. Yeah. Like when you guys want to get there and meet each other and we get to do a comedy show and everything else that we do, magic show, those things, that just helps mm-hmm. that action. Uh, mixed results on that. Yes. Okay. What do you What do you want, guys? I have a thought. Okay. Okay. So uh, I've been talking to the to the scoops on the old social media in the last, really, just the last twenty four hours. Oh dear! I hope you wash your hands. Why? Why would I wash my hands? I don't know. I'm not going to wash my hands. Ex- I've mm- never washed my hands, and I'm not going to start now. Excuse me. I have to go to the mm pool. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm going to the mm pool. <laughs> I have to go to the men's room. Do you have any? Oh, that just works. Towels. <laughs> All right, so you know what I found on my pillow before I went to bed? A mint. It's just a mint. I don't know why you guys are adding it's extra A, a mint. Oh, man. Okay. All right, so here's my thought. Okay. So we continue. When, when, we, when we pass our goal, when we pass our Super Satan goal for the month, yes. we do a late night craziness bonus episode. Okay. So we do, Count a, me in. We do a Matt Mattingly's Ice Cream Social craziness bonus episode. Right. Maybe we get SJ in the mix. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, who, who knows? We, we get... not, but she's going to wail out. Let's not make big promises. <laughs> <laughs> she's outgrown us. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's but her we... birthday. Happy birthday, SJ. It is. It's, it's her birthday right now. Um, so we do a late night, uh, you know, one of our late night drunken debaucherous bonus episodes. Which is good. We basically was always that anyway, and that's definitely still going to be the case. Right. But yes, we will make sure that those are the ones that I uh, always... Uh, Dread uh, going into, and then feel good coming out of every time. Yes. <laughs> uh, then, and it does make me a terrible father the next day. Yes, but that's fine. You don't care about that. Do you think it makes you a terrible father? <laughs> I don't even know where my kids are, <laughs> or about their existence. Yeah. So uh, we do that. Then, at the end of six months, okay, if we uh, six consecutive months yeah. of of doing that, we're going to send something out. Okay. To the people who have been patrons, patron only during those six months, they're going to get something. Okay, it might be, uh, you know, it might be, I don't know, it, it could be anything. It might be a dog. It'll be a puppy. What's it? It's so a puppy. Would 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 a patron only funny T-shirt be a good one? A T-shirt might be a good one. Because, like, for instance, that Elsroth had those prototypes of ones uh-huh. that people ask us about, and we go, I honestly, Elsroth made ten, right, and then. But, like, there are designs that we like. Uh-huh. That we have not gotten around to making a production shirt of. Yeah, and also that we haven't, you know, uh, we don't want to hit our listeners up for t-shirt sales all the time. Right. But we do like making t-shirts. We do like designing t-shirts. T-shirt would be shirts. good. I hadn't thought about a t-shirt. Yeah. Maybe. Or even a bowling shirt. Maybe. Yeah. I want to save the bowling shirt. What we do yeah, the is we've, got our, we've got our idea for a bowling yeah, shirt. We're still yeah, doing yeah. stickers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So maybe in that six month period, we take a look at all the stickers that were generated in that six month period, and we put those all up for a vote as to which one people would like patrons only would like to be made into a t shirt. Oh, that's that's a good idea. There you go. Source the material. Sure. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's easy vote. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like all these ideas. Patron only. All right. So with that in mind, knowing that we're willing to send, if we hit it for six months, we're willing to send out a a higher item deal. And the postage and all that stuff, that's that's all on us. That's all on us because we hit their bonuses, yes. which means this is what we want to do, is reinvesting in you as part of right. reinvesting in why we why we raised the money mm-hmm. in the first place. 
Um, so yeah, we're open to these kind of cool incentive things. We want to, we want to change up the super Satan incentive to be something that's like more fun. Right. And so, uh, if the meetup thing does, does, isn't what was on people's plate, we did an amateur vote on, uh, on the, on the scoop, uh, group. On scoop group mm-hmm. and only two, 23 of, a, of 200 votes said they liked the Vegas meetup. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that seems like it's a bad idea, and, and I think, and I think we can still accommodate those people as well. Well, you still know there's 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 three or four ways you can do a Vegas meetup. You can pay for the uh, or try and get a group together for the improv, improv class, yeah. right? You can basically do a Vegas meetup like that. Yeah, we still have the, Jock versus Nerd Day. We still have Jock yep. versus Nerd Day, and for the most part, if you've noticed, if you're really cool. And you email us and say, "Hey, I'm coming well, to town. Would I be able to slide into a?" Recording? I was about. I was about. Th- this is my next idea, Paul. Oh, here we go. If you are a Patreon, if you are on Patreon, if you, if you go to preachingfund.com and you're supporting us, and you're in Vegas, and you're in Vegas while we're doing a recording, you have free access to uh, to come sit in with yeah. us in the churn, our studio, and, and watch a and watch a recording. We've happen. unofficially always kind of had a, a loose policy with it, but yes, mm-hmm. it should be officially, and that's just true now. If you're a patron, but I'm saying it's a Patreon thing. Now. Yeah, it's a Patreon thing. Now. So if you're if you're on Patreon, if you're a dollar a month on Patreon, yeah, yeah, I'm not. Th- this isn't a level. This yeah, is yeah. this is not a Jack versus Nerd day. Our studio is open to you if you're ever in Vegas. Studio is open to you for one recording. You can't come live at the studio yeah. <laughs> for a Patreon. Shoot, I better put my military bunk away that I bought <laughs> for the turn. I mean, that's a, that's uh, a that's, that's a Patreon level. Doing, I should be living here saving some money. Uh, uh, hilarious. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, for recording is, I, is yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But it's always good to clarify. Yeah. No, no. I, I agree. <laughs> We're I not agree. disagreeing with you. <laughs> I agree. All right. So then with that in mind, feel free to participate in the Scoop Group poll. Uh, you can also write us an email. You can write us an even more detailed email for your feelings. It's all of our first names uh, at Hey Scoops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. please know that we're all, all these ideas, we're just trying to get some more incentivized things that will encourage and more new patrons. And it's fun We want to shake it up. We right. want to shake it up a little bit, but we also... We know that we can't please everybody, and I think some but, people some people seemed to be upset on on social media. I, I hate to assume that people were upset because it, it's tough to get tone on social media. But some people seem to be upset, and just know. I mean, just let us know. We're listening, and we're, also, we're listening, and we and the reason we want to do it is to is to make it more fun for for you guys. And also, please, you know, all uh, we're trying to do is follow through on the fun. Don't worry about not having the bonus episodes. Bonus episodes will still be part of it. If yeah. we get to that level, we'll do a bonus episode. We said last week that they that they wouldn't be that we that we would stop doing bonus right. episodes. Bonus episodes are officially back in. Yeah, there you go. Late night drunken bonus episodes. <laughs> yes, the best back in. The yeah. best. Probably not even in the same format that a regular episode is, but it, it'll be late night and it'll be drunken and it'll be crazy. And then uh, exclusive merch going out every six months yeah. if we hit the, the tier. Great. I think so. That's, that's kind of what I'm thinking. How much is a box of things? What do you mean? In other words, okay, what if we did like like a, like you know like those like those uh, those like birch box people oh, yeah. or whatever? Like maybe it doesn't have to be like ICS themed things, but also like maybe if there's like a thing that Paul thinks is cool, like we could also have a curated item. Oh, that'd be like. fun. This is uh, okay if you want to get deep with it. So I do. I want to get fucking deep, balls is, deep. This is how uh, I already had a bunch of people's blood in my exploding penis. One of the guys that Soda I machine. I really like one, another podcast yeah. I listen to, the Purple Stuff podcast. You may have heard me talk about. I told it you to never mention them ever again. I love them. Matt is Purple the guy Dragon. behind Dinosaur Dracula, and he I've been following him for over 
15 years. Uh, he used to run a site called X Entertainment, XE, and then it morphed into Dinosaur Dracula. He talks all old school toys, video games, mostly outdated food and horror movies. Those are his two uh, big, big things. But yeah. he puts together the Dino Drac Fun Pack yeah. for his Patreon. So you send in a certain amount of money. It's a it's a subscription thing. You don't have yeah. to do it. You can do it month to month. And he just puts together like old pl- uh, trading cards, yeah. vending machine junk, weird bric-a-brac, yeah, old yeah. candy. Well, that's the thing. It's like, so that's it. It's like, yes, some ICS exclusive patron... Only item because that's it's a collector's thing as well. Mm-hmm. So if you got the, the the shirt of the month or this the crazy ass decal of the month or whatever, that's yours. But also like it'd be fun. Like for instance, everyone who backed my noodler got a Mark deck. Right. And it wasn't it wasn't a branded Mark deck. It was just oh, this is a neat little magic secret that you can know about, which mm-hmm. is that like most people won't notice it, and you can do all kinds of crazy tricks because you know it's a Mark deck. That's like a fun thing to throw in there, right? So maybe we'll throw in something like that. Basically, everybody's going to get a Mark deck. No. People might just like that. You know I bet what, they would. Uh, you know what I'd like to do? That might be a What's fun that? thing in the box. I'd like to make an ice cream social uh, fingerboard skateboard. Fingerboard skateboard? You know those? I don't. Little, I know what you're talking about. I, tiny, that's I, believe, I believe I'm getting it exactly from your description. It's a tiny little skateboard. It's a little skateboard. For that fingers. You, that you use with your fingers and do tricks with it. You do ollies <laughs> and shit. That, those weren't big when you were in school when, as a kid? I am vaguely recalling what you're... Oh, yeah. Those weren't big, but they, they, they existed. Were big. They were big where I was... So you, so talking about it, do you just want it to be like a t-shirt or do you want it to be a uh, curated little gift box? Do you want it to be a flipboard? Do, do you just want every month to be a new flipboard? <laughs> yep. We'll start making flipboards because that's on brand. We're all skaters here. We're all big skaters. <laughs> <laughs> None of us would die instantly on a skateboard know, right? today. Yeah. I used to mm, skate all the time. Uh, <laughs> this was a mis- m- m- mistake. <laughs> I believe with every piece of skateboarding safety equipment known to man that I would still hurt myself within five minutes. I'd like to maybe just slowly send uh, everybody parts of a bicycle and then they have to get together to put it back together. All, everybody gets different parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they all voted down the free social meetup, but the bicycle meetup is on. Yeah. yeah. So, so come, come, uh, the Scoop Fest twenty twenty. Everybody bring your parts of bicycle. A friend Back. of mine. A friend of mine is he's a, a world class acrobat. He has a skateboard that he rides around Vegas. Yeah, and like rides around parking areas, motorized. And stuff in Vegas. It's motorized. He has a little uh, remote, little wireless remote that he holds in his hand that controls the speed. This thing goes almost forty miles an hour. Yeah, it's a death machine. Yes, it just like how are you? How are you still alive? Well, it, that, he's an acrobat, right? So he, he can, he's sort of he's sort of training while he's on that, but also he's courting death. I mean, he's but that's much better than I am. You court anything death. like that? But yeah. yeah, it's yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, that when we were in Austin, they had them damn scooters everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah almost yeah. Oh, yeah. miles an hour, and everybody's dying on those things. Right. Well, well apparently they had just had their first death uh, right before we got there. Yeah. They were asking, like, is, you know, this would be great in Vegas, and all three of us were like, nope. Yeah. So everyone would die the first day. Yeah. 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 Um, our production meeting over. Oh, that's not the right. That's not the right music. So in these late night bonus episodes, you know what we'll be drinking? Oh man, we are jingle thick today. 
There are creatures in Australia The poison killer mania Most deadly one is aged in a cast It's fangs so sharp It's stripes so dark It knock you on your ass It's venom fucking burns Right through your flask Being educated in urban We dare not call it bourbon It's whiskey friend Please make no mistake Ask us how we make it We mash the grain and age it With snakes by the whiskey And whiskey by the snake Snakes by the whiskey by the oh man, there's more of that. There's more. It's a three verse song. Yeah, yeah. We'll play more of it later. It's nice. really good. Whiskey by the snake, baby. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Uh, all right. Scoop mail. Sure is. Message for you, son. We got a scoop mail here coming to a scoop meal. Scoop mail coming to us today. Scoop meal from the Didgery Douche. Hungry. Didgery Douche. Hello, face fuckers. This is a continuation of our Yelp series. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, God. A couple of weeks ago, you were having a discussion about Yelp. As a restaurant manager, I would like <laughs> to tell you my experience with this shit stain of a website. <laughs> what I like about Douche's email is it is not criticizing us about, about our Yelp uses. No, he this is This is about Yelp itself. He's cutting right down to the, the chase here. Which, this kind of thing, um, what he's about to talk about... Uh, shows in town have talked about before uh, because Yelp's review, the way they display their reviews. I'll tell you about it in a second. Now, here we go. As a restaurant manager, I'd like to tell you about my experience with this shit stain of a, re- a website. Yelp does not post every review of your establishment. They claim that in order for you to get your review on the main page of the business that you are reviewing, you would have to be someone who has written reviews of other places. I believe that you have to have written at least three reviews of other places. Once you have done that, the reviews that you have written will show up on the pages of the places that you have reviewed. However, we have had plenty of people write a bad review that has gone straight to our page even though uh, on the on their site even though they have never reviewed anything before. When a bad review comes in, my bosses send me an email asking me what happened and telling me to reach out <laughs> to this person and try to get them to amend that review. In order to do that, I have had to create a Yelp account with the name of my business and message them, which 90% of them do not ever get because most people don't realize that you can send messages via Yelp. That is true. Of course. We didn't know that. Oh, man, that is a corporate shitstorm. Yep. Remember I was working at a fucking uh, Starbucks uh-huh. in uh, Upper Montclair, New Jersey, and uh, Peter King was the big Sports Illustrated writer then. I remember Peter owned. King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Uh, he decided he was. He decided to bitch about his cappuccino, and like the quality of Starbucks going down, where he got his cappuccino okay. in his huge Sports Illustrated column. Oh. And he wasn't even describing our store, but Peter King lived in Upper Montclair, New Jersey. So of course they're like fucking people flew in from fucking Seattle, J'accuse. to inspect our store for. Were you days. the only store in in Upper New Jersey? In Upper Montclair, yeah, yeah. Wow. wow. And so, yeah. So we, they they were just assuming that he was talking about that one. Yeah. Which Peter King travels. And so yeah. Very yeah. good. It was an airport. He like, travels a lot. Yeah. And uh, it turned out, yeah, we, we later, at, uh, he, he, I later quit Starbucks, but worked at, uh, still worked at Tierney's. Peter King would come into Tierney's. And I, I finally gathered up the gall to ask him, and he was talking he was talking about an airport. Yes. Uh, an airport. <laughs> Starbucks. But I at was which like, point I would have gone and reapplied to that other Starbucks. I let him told know. Told them that and then quit. I let him know. I was like, you kind of created like a shit storm, just so you know. <laughs> that's funny, dude. Because um, that's a big Yelp review. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a major Yelp review. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Yelp page for my restaurant is at 2.5 stars. It has been there since we opened in 2016. 
many times we've tried. 2.5, perfect for a restaurant. It's exactly yep. where you want. The sweet spot is the It call. is the sweet spot. Many times we've tried to get <laughs> our Yelp score up. You a restaurant, please. Many times we've tried to get our Yelp score up over three, uh, three stars, but to no avail. We would run promotions where people would get a free dessert uh, if they wrote a nice review. We ran that for a month and got dozens, if not over 100 five-star reviews. None of them went up on our Yelp page, and our score remained at 2.5 stars. Yeah, Yelp sniffed it out. The, Yelp um, went. Nah, my point of this rant desserts. is that Yelp is a crappy site that has uh, that is not a true testament to the quality of an establishment. If you're going to decide whether to go somewhere based on the reviews, I would suggest either Google or Facebook. They post reviews regardless of if they are positive or negative, and your score directly reflects 100% of the reviews you get. So this is – I know at least one show in town uh, that has been pretty successful over the years has done – they, they realized this. They realized this exact thing that Yelp's uh, algorithm was not exactly fair to right. the uh, to the environment or to the entity that was being reviewed. Uh-huh. Right. And so they their solution was to completely ignore Yelp. They said, "Great, we don't give a fuck about Yelp. We don't care about Yelp reviews." So, in their show, at the end of their show, the MC gets up on stage and says, "You know, thank you so much." And thanks to you guys uh, for, you know, however many years in a row, we have been the number one rated show in Las Vegas on TripAdvisor. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. If you would, right. because TripAdvisor is the same thing. They, they, all of your reviews go up. So if you would yeah. please go on TripAdvisor and rate us highly on TripAdvisor, we would really appreciate it. It helps, it helps keep the show open, and uh, it, help, it helps us continue doing this kind of thing. So yeah, I mean, other people besides just the didgeridoo should have noticed this as well. Yeah. Biggity fucking you in the face, that's the didgeridoo. P.S. I need help. I hope you don't mind plugging this. Uh, I hope you don't mind me plugging this. But I'm trying to get the word out there as much as possible. I have a cook who works for me that is trying to get his wife to immigrate to America via the proper legal route. Oh. It is very expensive, so we set up a GoFundMe for him. I can tell you, my sister-in-law is Cambodian. Uh, it was a pain to to get her to get her over here. First of all. To get all of the the visas and everything set up, to get the marriage license, to to apply for the green card, to do all that kind of stuff, and I mean they came over and got married, yeah. and and this is a giant giant pain. Uh, I wouldn't ask the community if it wasn't for a good cause, uh, but any little bit helps tremendously. If you go to GoFundMe and search Kevin's Immigration Fund, uh, he is the first one that pops up. I've also posted it to my Facebook page. Any scoops that wish to friend me are welcome. Uh, thank you very much, and that is uh, the Didgeridouche. Uh, which I don't have his last name on here. What's his last name? Booth. Steve Booth. Booth. Stephen Booth. Thank you. So uh, say this. Uh, say the GoFundMe stuff again. Yeah, yeah. So it's GoFundMe.com and search for where'd it go? There it is. Kevin's immigration. Uh, Kevin's immigration fund. Fucking a. Yeah. So GoFundMe.com. Kevin's immigration fund. And apparently it's the first one that pops up, and it's all about uh, his, his uh, uh, Stephen's wife's uh, or Stephen's employee's wife uh, trying to get over here to the to the USA uh, legally. All right, but yeah, it is a it is a pain. It's we have a um, tough task. Yeah, I mean, at Absinthe, we have we employ people from out of the country, and we just have a, a law firm that just deals with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was it's, the whole sticking point so for my China show. At all right, basically twenty five acrobats and trying to get visas and work permits for twenty five acrobats was the unmountable hurdle that stopped the production from coming to the states. It's real tough. It's real tough. Yep. Uh, it's time to do a little jock versus nerd. Here you go, Ellie. Okay. Oh, that's not the one I meant for Ellie. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, it is... 
battle in the war of Chucks versus the Nerds. We got a scoopity coming to us today from the Sunken Scoop. And the categories are the famous Paul, Star Trek, P-Words, and Sweet Maddie D. Whoa. This is promising. All right, let's see. Uh, I'll try P-Words for 200. This electric rodent is likely the most recognizable Pokemon. It's got to be Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Now, ask it. me to name any other uh, say, Pokemon. Yeah. What are any of Pikachu's evolutions? <laughs> Pikachu has evolutions? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, my kids have started watching the cartoons, so now I get what you're saying. Oh. <laughs> That's it. Can you name one of the Pikachu's evolutions? Uh, there's a there's a, there's a pre-Pikachu, yeah. there's yeah. a post-Pikachu. Uh, there's Pika, and then you're, Chew. You're closer than you think, Jacob. Uh, there's a Pika Swallow. <laughs> yeah, so you Pikachu, you yeah. Pika Swallow. You Pika uh-huh. Swallow. And so, the, I, and so I, the pre is Pika Bite. <laughs> Pika Bite, Pikachu, Pika Swallow. That's the three uh, <laughs> evolutions of Pikachu. You got it. There's the uh, Pika through this hole in the ladies' changing room. Hey, <laughs> Pika, Pika. Pika, chew on your own nutsack. Pika. Yep. What are they, Paul? Uh, the babies are called Pichu, and the uh, evolution is called Raichu. Yep, I didn't care. Uh, Matt, your turn. <laughs> I'll take... Right? Uh, yeah. I'll take Sweet Manny D for 200. Let's see here. Often considered the opposite of bitter, sour, or salty. Three things that Matt can sometimes be, even though he is usually this. Uh, sweet Manny D? Oh, he's so sweet. What is sweet? Yeah. There you go, Matt. Paul, uh, your turn. I'll do the famous Paul for 200. During World War II, uh, this famous Paul enrolled in the United States Navy, but dropped out due to his colorblindness. Ironic, considering his eyes are known as one of the most sparkling blue. Uh, who is Paul Newman? Oh, good job. Paul Newman is correct. I know my Pauls. Yeah, I guess you do. It's my turn. I'll go, um, I guess I'll stick with P-words <coughs> for 400, since I don't have my own category here. <laughs> this P-word sounds dirty and means uh, like or pertaining to pages. This P-word sounds dirty and means like or pertaining to pages. What? Does anyone understand this question? I don't. I'm trying to think of like peruse or. I'd all pass. I'm passing to Matt. I will, uh, as the as Benjamin Franklin said, pass. Matt, Paul. Uh, like P pages sounds dirty. Um, and means like. Oh no, it just means like or pertaining. To. I I'll pass. <laughs> Let's see. It is. I was. Oh, paginal. But, yeah, paginal. There you go. Paginal. Or vaginal. Vaginal. I just want to say, what sounds sounds dirty about that? (laughs) Vaginal. It's paginal. But paginal sounds like vaginal. Sure. Paginal sounds like (laughs) pagina. Pagina. (laughs) Matt, your turn. I had to lick my fingers before I could turn that paginal. (laughs) I'll take the famous paw for 400. Let's see here. Gamesmanship. This Paul is voted number one as the most famous Paul on Ranker. He would still be number one even if Jesus' name was Paul. Uh, I'll say Paul Mattingly. Paul McCartney. Uh, Paul I, thought our McCartney. Fans, I thought our fans were up to right, putting you at the face. I wonder. Yeah. Ranker. It's close. <laughs> that, I think that would have been my guess as well. Uh, Paul, your turn. Uh, I will do uh, Star Trek for 200, please. Let's see here. 
In this Star Trek movie, Spock had to wear a headband to hide his pointy ears and made him look like a weird hippie. What is Star Trek for the voyage home? Star Trek for the voyage home is correct. I'm sorry, there's a colon in there, though. You did not, you did not voice the colon. Star Trek voice the colon. the colon. You know the rules, Paul. Voice the, voice colon. the colon. Star Trek for voice the colon, the voyage home. Thank you. Uh, let's see. I'll go Sweet Matty D for 400. Gamesmanship. Especially, uh, especially of hair, meaning to be tangled. I believe that would be matted. Oh, nice. Matted. Or Matty. Yeah, there you go. I don't think that's points, yeah. Jacob. I think it's two very different words. Voice the colon. Voice the colon. Uh, Matt, your turn. I don't know if my mouse would have hovered over the same. Uh, uh, I'll take... Uh, <laughs> I'll take uh, I'll take Star Trek for four hundred. I don't give a fuck. There we go. <laughs> if Star Trek were an animal, what animal would it be? <laughs> what if Star Trek were an animal? What animal would it be? A tiger snake. <laughs> tiger snake. Tiger snake. Pass. Paul. Uh, pass. I'm passing as well. The blue whale. Oh, okay. I oh, don't get Star it. Trek the blue whale. Get it. No, I, I did my best. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, tricky. Trekkie. Blue whale. Trekkie. It is very tricky. Paul, your turn. Uh, I will take Star Trek for 600, please. Let's see here. Daily Double. Oh, God. For 600 points. This Wookiee sidekick of Han Solo has never appeared in a Star Trek movie. <laughs> Who is Chewbacca the Wookiee? I'm sorry. It's just Chewbacca. Yeah. Voice the colon. Not, not the, the Wookiee. Chewbacca just Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Uh, Okay. Was I only able to wager 600? Yeah. Oh, I thought we wager everything. Uh, you had 400. Oh, okay. So I wagered 600. And you were able to wager 600 because it was in the $600 Fucking spot. Fucking greed. No, Fucking I'm motherfucking no, I'm greed. Able to, I was able to wager 1,000, right? Vegas. Why would you be able to wager 1,000? Because you can wager everything you have. You didn't have 1,000. You had 400. <laughs> oh, okay. Because <laughs> you got it right. Oh, now right. you have 1,000. Now you have 1,000. Got it. Where's the Kentucky math jingle right there? Jeez. Brace yourselves, everyone. Paul's doing Kentucky math. <laughs> More where that came from. Let's see. I'll go P words for 600. Uh, this P is stored in the balls. <laughs> I believe it's uh, P. Uh, urine. P. 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 What is P? <laughs> if you're friends of P, well, then you're friends with me. Matt, your turn. I'll take Sweet Matty D for 800. For 800. Whoa. This comedy partner of Matt Donnelly allegedly worked at Star Trek The Experience in Las Vegas. Those words don't make any sense to me. Star Trek <laughs> The Experience yeah, yeah. in Las Vegas. Sa- mouth the colon. I don't, I don't Mind the colon. <laughs> uh, who is... Uh, who is uh, Michael Hartnett? Let's see. No, Michael uh, Hartnett. Who is? Because <laughs> 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 he would fit. It would fit. Uh, uh, he did both those things. Uh, I'll t- uh, yeah, Paul Mattingly is my <laughs> Paul Mattingly is correct. Yay. Yay. Paul, your turn. I'll close out Star Trek for 800, please. Let's see here. This person allegedly worked at Star Trek <laughs> The Experience in Las Vegas. Uh, who is Paul Mattingly? I'm sorry, it's Michael Hartnett. <laughs> <laughs> if well, if the a, answer there had been Michael singer, Hartnett, it would have been, been really great. funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see, I'll take Famous Paul for 800. Uh, this Famous <laughs> Paul allegedly worked at Star Trek The Experience in Las Vegas. I believe that would be uh, Paul Hartnett. <laughs> Paul Hartnett. <laughs> Paul Mattingly, that's it. Yay. Matt, your turn. A P word for 800. <laughs> Paul Mattingly. Daily Double! Oh, oh shit. This, this is what it usually bites us. I know. This P allegedly worked <laughs> at Star Trek The Experience in Las Vegas. 
Uh, You've already question? answered the question. Paul Mattingly. It is Paul yeah. Mattingly. All right. And whiskey by the snake. Hey! By the snake. Paul, your turn. I'll do famous Paul for 600. Let's see. Despite his name, this famous Paul is not multiple American grilled sandwiches composed of corned beef, Swiss cheese, sauerkraut, and Russian dressing grilled between slices of rye bread. Uh, that is, uh, who is Paul Rubens? Paul Rubens. Got to be. Good. good. That was go. a good one. That was a well-done question. That was a delicious question. I was it waiting was. for a Pee Wee reference. And sweet Matty D for 600. I'm closing out the game. If, might li- if Matt liked the company of men, he could be given this on the regular. If Matt liked the company of men, a lazy he could be handy. given this on the regular. Penis. Let's see. What is it? Uh, Sweet Matty D. Bear Claw Handjob? Uh, let's see. I'm going to guess D's Nuts. <laughs> oh. I'm going to guess D's Nuts. Oh, oh what the is D. the D? What is the D? Oh, the so D. close. So close. close. A handy. That's the game. Uh, that lost that Yeah, lost I points. tied for second. Yep, brought uh, me and Matt into tied for second place, and Paul wins with 2,400 points. Hooray. Uh, Matt and I both have 1,400. For I'm anyone so who cares. We all I'm got all points. Grown. We all finished in the positive. I'm all grown up. All yep. grows up, but he's all grows up. Oh, I didn't send you guys um, thank yous for today, did I? No. I should send those to you. No. Yeah. Too late. Not thinking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Doors closed. That's it. Um, I want to thank uh, Penn Jeff for creating this podcast. Yeah, thanks, Penn. Um, uh, Paul, who would you like to thank? I got to wait until it comes. I know, I know. Just in, just in your life. Uh... I want to thank the uh, zombie Shut up hole. here. I got this. Uh, I want to thank. It's going away. <laughs> it's officially. Uh, today I'll know, hopefully. Okay. They're having a meeting right now as we speak. Oh, how exciting. And, uh, or, there, or we should know by today. What's oh, going it just on? Hurts. Oh, that was the other. Yeah, I should know. But it's very likely that Sunday is my last day at the zombie hole. Um, oh, we might have to record. Yeah, well, I'll talk to you guys off air. But we might oh. have to record after your last day that night. That's fine. Unless you're going out drinking with your zombie hole buddy. Well, you know, my only my Sundays have become uh, the Brett McKay hangout. Oh, right. So we do a late night Brett McKay uh, podcast, and uh, Uncle RJ is going to join us for that one. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm, fun. In, I'm in Florida, and I get back on Sunday. Okay. Later. We'll figure it out. Okay. I want to thank Crocoduck Scoop, who makes me want to shoot. I want to thank uh, Mr. Scoop. Uh, this is the sound of an underwater pooping uh let me get back to the subject let's talk alan shepherd kimberly l saint albin this is the sound of a pooping in a pile of mud uh lick like a lollipop should be licked anais thomason kurt hendrickson if you were pooping off of the side of a cliff it would be um reverend dr commander mc soup baby soup baby soup larry northcutt Pooping in front of a bear. Uh, you know who makes it all hot makes me work up a sweat? <laughs> Bill Norton. Lee Popsicle. Pooping in the frozen tundra. I better put the lyrics on this. <laughs> I really have done myself in on this. Oh, you, yeah, you gotta get it. <laughs> shoop lyrics. Shoop, which which shoop lyrics? Shoop, shoop, um, you know... <laughs> this isn't going to work at all. No, because you have to go back, back and, and forth. forth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know who's chilling, chilling, minding their business? Bobby Murdoch. <laughs> uh, 
Might I make a suggestion, uh, Matt? Yes. Next time you do a thank you, yeah, just make poop sounds. Leon Cox. <laughs> this is what it sounds like when you poop in front of a pig. Oink oink. Water ice. You make me want to shoop, baby shoop. Water ice scoop. Leon Kassab. You make me want to poop, baby. That was in front of rice. You know who makes me skip to my loo, my darling? Brian Rutterforth. Linda Brandemere pooping next to a duck. Quack quack quack. Uh, Mitsula, you are a god. Lauren Lasecki, pooping next to a beached whale. Oh! Which one was the person? Was it the whale, or was it the person having a poop? Angry McGingerbeard, you are a god. Three scoops a lady. Uh, this is the poop, uh, that you have in a pyramid. Here I am, looking back at the top of Mount Olympus. I see Chris Stewart. Uh, Lucas Richard, this is the poop that you have in space. Houston, we have a poop. <laughs> you know what made, made me feel it on my hips? Dip, back, dip me back into my bag of tricks? Was <laughs> Corey McTitz Owens. Oh, God damn it. Uh, Luke Mellon, this is the poop you have in a tree full of monkeys. <laughs> uh, I don't know how you do the voodoo that you do, <laughs> Clark Marks. Mrs. Johnny Australia, this is the poop that you have while talking to a kangaroo. Boingy, boingy, boingy. You know who's packed and stacked, especially in the back? Craig Little. Mark Miller, this is the poop you have on a big boat. You know who I want to get fries with that shake, shake booty is the cock gobbler. Matt Glowacki, this is the poop you have when you're hanging out with Ronald McDonald. Hi, kids. (laughs) Uh, You know, I want Edward Andrick, I want to thank your mother for a butt like that. Matthew Dugan, this is the poop sound when you are eating Grimace. Oh, don't eat me. Freeze-dried scoop, you're a shotgun. Bang! What's up with that thing? Spotlight scoop, this is the poop sound when you are at the opera. Greater Sunday scoop, I want to know, how does it hang? Matthew Peeney, this is the sound of a poop at the bank. Would you like that in fives? Uh... Let me reach back into my bag of tricks for uh, Greater Sunday School Party. Did that one? Jacob Eichen is who I'm reaching into my bag of tricks for. Matthew Schlosser. Uh, this is the sound of a poop at the drive-in. Hey, are, are we going to make out? Uh, straight up. Wait up. Hold up. Mr. Lover, like scoops of war, you're a sexy motherfucker. <laughs> oh, my God. Matt, scoop of fail. This is the sound of a poop near a red lobster. We should go get some cheesy biscuits sometime. Macho scoop Randy sprinkles. Oh, you make me want to shoop. Uh, Mela Strimple. This is the sound of a poop on a kitchen table right before Thanksgiving. Fro-yo. Who did this? <laughs> Who did this horrible thing? Froyo Joe. Are you shooping with Lady Elizabeth? <laughs> uh, Melissa Carrillo. This is the sound of a poop on Christmas in the Christmas tree. Oh, I got it on one of the lights. Just a mandula. Take a syringe full of shoop and shoot it into my ass. <laughs> Michael Calder. Uh, this is the sound of a poop while you're making soup. I'd like some soup. No, not poop. Soup. Oh, no. I keep... Maybe I misspoke. Oh, what an awkward misunderstanding. Also, King Scoop. This is the sound of a poop when you're in a parade with a bunch of horses. Oh, I blame it on the horse. Yeah, I got away with it this time. Thank goodness I was in a parade with a bunch of horses. I hope nobody saw me do it. The following people all pooped <laughs> on the Thanksgiving Day table. 
<laughs> while reciting the lyrics to Kokomo. <laughs> if I did this kind of party, I would have stuck my dick in the mashed potatoes. Brigham's <laughs> <laughs> Chris Chong, David G. Hansen, Dwayne Webb, Ed Marcus, uh, Fred Bashir, Junior Jake, Ab- Abila, Marble Tulip, Scoopy Tree, Jeff Michaels, John Mc- McAvery, Turn the Page, Windwalker Scoop 23, Leah Sharp, Lindsay Bashera, Mark Sadowiski, uh, Marcelo at Hickory, Marcus Karras, we all scream for Mark McLean, Mark Ross Wilson, Proto Scoop, I Want a Scoop Baby, Matt Storm, Matt Zawacki, and Max the Ginger Scoop. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. If you want to be thanked on air as a poop or a lyric to shoop, <laughs> go to preachingfun.com. Poop, scoop, a shoop. Yeah. Uh, go to. Uh, <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Go to preachingfun.com. That redirects you to our Patreon page. Uh, you've already heard us discuss what we're trying to do here. We've got a lot going on. Basically, you guys know, and those of you who have been here for the long haul, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes. I cannot thank you enough. The money that you are sending in is keeping me alive. In literal and figurative ways. Yes. Uh, but uh, honestly, uh, we want this to be our full-time job at some point. Yep. And we're getting closer to that every day through your help. Yeah. So if you're on the fence about Patreoning, yeah. now's as good a time as any yeah. to start it up. For a dollar, a little as a dollar a month, yeah. you can help us achieve our dream. And get access to our RSS feed, which has all kinds of cool bonus content in it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's at preachingfun.com or patreon.com slash heyscoops. Or I even believe, because of the many, many times I misspoke it, I believe it's also heyscoops.com slash Patreon. I believe it also goes to there. As well. goes I think so. <laughs> Just like us. Um, if you're a listener, thank you so much. If you're downloading us to your uh, podcast, thanks a ton. That helps us out. If you want to uh, write, write, rate us, uh, please do that. On Yelp. Um, on Yelp. <laughs> don't do it on Yelp. Do it on Yelp. <laughs> Are we on Yelp? I don't know. We I might be. Not. Oh, shoot. Let's we see. might be. I need Yelp. I need Yelp. <laughs> Salt pork. Uh, if you want to turn on a listener to us, go ahead and choose, choose somebody, but choose one person, one person only, and obelisk them into our uh, obelisk scheme uh, into listening to our podcast. Um, I'm going to be in South Florida doing two shows. So I'll be here uh, Thursday night. I will be in West Palm Beach uh, doing a show. Uh, shit, I should have the details in front of me for things like this. Ah, oh, thank goodness. We are not on Yelp. And uh, uh, Now we are. Also, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yet. I wonder. Oh, no, but yeah, putting the, the, the five-star reviews. Or maybe, should we start asking for four and a half star reviews? <laughs> no. On iTunes, no? No. All right, keep giving us the five stars. We like them. All right, on March 21st, that's Thursday, I'm at the Palm Beach Improv in West Palm Beach, Florida. And that's a fundraiser for a uh, great, uh, uh, an autism uh, charity called Best Buddies. So it's at bestbuddiescomedy.com. Bestbuddiescomedy.com. Um, and uh, it helps children with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. So I'll be there at the Palm Beach Improv uh, March 31st, and uh, I'm being brought out by uh, someone who, who took uh, on the uh, on the My Noodler Patreon. This is uh, me going out there to do my, my private shows. Uh, and then awesome. also uh, be at Comedy Now Productions in Boca Raton, Boca Raton, Boca Florida. Raton. Um, that's Saturday night, March 23rd. I'm doing two shows, an 8 o'clock and a 10 o'clock show at uh, at. ComedyNowProductions.com. Boca Raton, French for poop on the table during Thanksgiving. And I'll be guessing on two podcasts while I'm down there as well. Nice. Yeah. Well done, Matt. You yeah. are squeezing in a lot for Dude. a quick Florida visit. Exactly. I'm doing I my best. I hope the weather holds for you. I hope it doesn't get crazy down there. Uh, me too. Me too. 
It'd be a shame if something were to Wait happen. What's going on? Are you guys going to... No, I mean, uh, it's getting close control... to hurricane season, right? Do you guys control the weather? I'm <laughs> dominator! <laughs> I demand a billion dollars from the world's government. Or the weather dominator's fuel power will be unleashed. <laughs> um... All right, uh, that's it, everybody. We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. This I command. That was the natural effect. Good for everybody. Try it at work. Next time you have to call, you say this I command. This I command. Do you have to wrap the credit for Pantor? Is it Sir Pantor? Sir Pantor. Like he's, like he's a guy named Pantor, but he's been knighted? Sort of. He's Sir Pantor. He's, he's the genetic uh, freak that they built. Got it. You know what else is a genetic freak? Dim drums! Whiskey by the snake. Frozen 49th Scoop would like a limerick about how cool you are. Dedicated to you. Frozen 49th Scoop. Nice. What's the first part? How cool you about are. how cool you are. Oh, dedicated to us, though? I don't, dedicated I'm, to just anybody. I'm okay. not sure if it's You're dedicated cool. to us or dedicated to Frozen 49 Scoop. I guess it's dedicated to people, right? Maybe. Yeah. You're cooler than ice in the fridge. Could I change you? I wouldn't a smidge. Put your fingers inside. Take me on a dick ride. Lickety smickety slidge. <laughs> Lickety smickety smidge. Whoa, dick ride. Leon Cox would like a limerick about uh, doing too much leg work at circuit training. <laughs> uh, I try to work out. I'm a phony. I did squat thrusts, leg thrusts, and the pony. But now my knees are like pasta and cheese, and I'm walking on limp macaroni. <laughs> that was a good one. Nathan, Top yeah. Dog Scooper, like a limerick about vacationing with kids dedicated to scoops who think they want kids. Oh, God. What is it? Vacationing with kids. Vacationing with kids. Jeez. Kids are kind of a pain, even if you rent a cabin in Maine. Uh, they get scared, and they sweat, and you often feel regret before you set foot on the plane. And Robert Brooks Lyle would like a limerick about me, Brooks, dedicated to me, Brooks, because it's my birthday month. Happy birthday, So happy Brooks. birthday to me. That's Brooks. Or whenever you sent this. Happy birthday. The birthday limerick sort of, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Happy birthday, happy birthday to Brooks. The guy with the gorgeous looks. Uh, And that million dollar smile and ten million dollar style. I'd like to put my penis in his nooks. Yeah, take him on a dick ride. And crannies. And now it's time for a haiku. Oh, oh. don't mind if I do haiku. Walter Scoop Check would like a haiku. 
about Millie Vanilli, dedicated to Scritti Politi, Oingo Boingo, and of course, Ram Jam. This is not my voice. You are hearing someone else. This is not my voice. Theranos? I would like to do is make it possible for everyone to have access to their health information simply and affordably. I think we can do it. <laughs> we can make a revolution in healthcare. Oh, give me a billion dollars. Oh, oh. I deserve a billion dollars. I deserve it. I've worked really hard to make this machine that doesn't do anything. Oh. It's time for triple threat. <laughs> Boom. Reverend Scoop Kevin would like a triple threat about pod therapy. Dedicated to Jacob. 185 pod therapies walking the bar. The bartender says, you know you're just self-medicating. Get out of here. 185 pod therapies walking to a bar. Bartender says, we don't serve pod therapies here. Pod therapy said, why not? Says, your HMO doesn't cover your bar visits. Oh, bar Boom. visits. Bar, joke. bar, bar. Bar visits. Bar vitzma. <laughs> Uh, 185 what? what? Pod therapy. 185 pod therapists walking to the bar. Bartender says, we don't serve motherfucking pod therapists here. And the pod therapists are like, how does that make you feel? They call me pod therapy because I record in the same studio. (laughs) I like my women like I like my pod therapy. One bearded guy and one guy weirdly dressed up like a leprechaun for no apparent reason. (laughs) Yeah. Uh... What's the difference between uh, your mom and pot therapy? What's what? that? I listen to your mom. Oh, oh, oh shit. Stay down. Fucking glove burn. I have to pee so bad. King Scoop would like a triple threat. You could have just gone and done it. King Scoop would like a triple threat about uh, Momo go dedicated up. to Paul yelling to the internet, Jacob. Go go empty your balls, Paul. What's Momo? Momo's that weird... Uh, it's like it's the new urban myth. It's the new Slender Man. Oh, is that the one? It's like kids. Uh, it's convincing kids to kill themselves. Yeah, is that one? yeah, yeah. Did this get explained to me last week? I think so. I think Paul explained it. Okay, you could tell that I that I zoned out during the explanation part. Yeah, or is it my wife explained it to me? I don't know, but I think it's the new urban. I myth. I think someone has explained it to me fairly recently. Let's proceed as if we know all the facts. Great. 185 Momos walk into a bar. Bartender said, "We may or may not serve you here." <laughs> 185 Momos walking to the bar and the bartender kills himself. <laughs> I like my women like I like Momos. Uh, it's something about teenage girls and <laughs> I don't really know much else. They call me the Momo because my prowess is urban legend. Oh. It means it's not really true. What's the difference between your mom and Momo? What's that? Momo could not convince me to kill myself. <laughs> King Scoop would also like a triple threat about Tiger Snake. Tiger dedicated Snake. to on-air suffering. Uh There are creatures in Australia the poison killer mania most deadly one is aged in a cast Hey hey it's banks so sharp and stripes so dark and knock you on your ass it's been a fucking burns out through your flask Being educated in urban we dare not call it bourbon it's whiskey friend please make no mistake Ask us how we make it. We mash the grain and age it with snakes by the whiskey and whiskey by the snake. Hey, snakes by the whiskey and whiskey by the snakes. 
Triple threat about Tiger Snake dedicated to on-air suffering. 185 Tiger Snakes walk into a bar. Bartender says, I'm sorry we can't serve you here. Tiger Snakes say, why not? Said, you have ob- you have obviously already been drinking a lot. You are very drunk. Go home, Tiger Snake. You are drunk. Hey! I like my women like I like my tiger snake. High proof. They call me the whiskey snake because when I'm in your mouth, at first you're like, oh, did that really affect me? And then you're like, oh, gross. That is true. Never had such a strong Oh, what is the difference between your mom and tiger snake? What's that? One can burn a building down. The other one has burned down several buildings. <laughs> What's the difference in your mom and Tiger's dick? What's that? One is a sour mash whiskey. The other is uh, got a sour gash. Oh, they sound the same. Robert Brooks Lyle, but like a triple threat about gorillas. Dedicated to the Who Scoops podcast, because why not? What's the difference between your mom and a gorilla? What's up? Uh, your mom looks like somebody hit a gorilla in the back with an axe. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite gross puss joke. That's terrible. That's my favorite one of the many. Of the many. <laughs> of, that is the that is the shining. That is the shining gold doubloon. We're just <laughs> we're just started this one. Yes. Yeah. Paul just launched with that. He just, one. Yeah, 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 straight yeah, into yeah, that. Yeah, one. Yeah. Gorillas though. Gorillas. Uh, One hundred eighty-five gorillas walking to the bar. Barnes says we don't serve gorillas here, and they're like, well. This is a hairy situation. 185 gorillas walk into the bar. The bartender says, we don't serve gorillas here. And 185 gorillas say, is it because you're confused being in the midst of us? Oh. Gorillas in the myth. No, you're in the midst of gorillas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 185 gorillas walk into a bar. Bartender says, uh, I can't accept your money, so you can't drink here. And the gorillas say, why not? Our money is silver-backed. Yeah, I like my women like I like my gorillas. She's the gorilla of my dreams. Oh! <laughs> I like my women like I like my gorillas. First, they'll uh, rip off my my entire penis. <laughs> then they'll eat my fingers and toes so that I can't properly defend oh, myself. Oh, no! And then they'll begin to maim the rest of my body. Oh. They call me the gorilla because first, I will eat your entire penis. <laughs> Second, I will rip off your fingers and toes. And third, I will eat your entire face. They call me the gorilla because I am Damon Albarn's most successful cartoon band. <laughs> Uh, what's the difference? Oh, we already did that one because you did a really gross one. <laughs> Roger Edge <laughs> would like a triple threat about pancakes dedicated to you and to you alone. Pancakes. Oh, pancakes. 185 pancakes walking to the bar. The bartender says, uh, get out of here, you bunch of flapjacks. And uh, the pancakes are like, oh, way to butter us up. And uh, the, the bartender's like, look, don't make me... Uh, Put a log cabin up your ass, and uh, the pancakes are like, uh, "That's it, pal!" And they start hitting him, and he's like, ah, "I'm going to charge you with battery." And they're like, "Yep, because that's what we're made of." Like, Fuck you, pancakes. <laughs> that that it <laughs> for now. <laughs> I like my women like I like my pancakes covered in butter. They uh, uh, call me the pancake because you expect a full stack, but what you get is silver dollars. <laughs> And I'm and I'm sorry. Stack of dimes. <laughs> neck on a stack of dimes. A neck like a stack of dimes. 
Oh, shit. What's the difference between your mom and a pancake? What? When I put your mom on a griddle, it stinks real bad. Oh. oh. Uh, what's the difference between your mom and a pancake? What? What's that? doesn't matter how quickly I flip your mom. Her back's already shit brown. <laughs> what's the difference between uh, your mom and a pancake? What's what? that? One's part of a Grand Slam at a Denny's. Yep. <laughs> and the other's pancakes. <laughs> what's the difference between your mom and a pancake? What's that? When a pancake has bubbles on top of it, I know I need to flip it over. Uh, when your mom has bubbles on top of her, I know it's just normal because she's bubbly and gross. Uh, uh, What's it between your mom and the pancake? What? One, if I put two tiny pancakes on top of her, she looks like Mickey Mouse. And the other is a disgusting whore of a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Rusty Scoop would like a triple threat about a new puppy. Dedicated to random shifts, uh, random shit. Found on the, in the floor. Random shits found in the floor. Random oh, shits found oh, because a new puppy. Randomly find a, a puppy. Yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's, you random no. find random shits. There's a puppy and he's randomly shitting around it's, the house. It's a Lebanese joke, Jacob. You oh, sorry. Get I get it now. Lebanese. Uh, you Lebanese nuts. Lebanese nuts. Squeeze <laughs> <laughs> some Lebanese nuts. 185 puppies walking to the bar. The marcher's like, oh, you, know, you, you can do whatever you want. You stay here. Oh, I love you. <laughs> you sweet puppies. I like my women like I like my puppies. Uh, rescues. I like my women like I like my puppies. I put peanut butter on my penis and I'm good for all day. <laughs> I like my women like I like my puppies. Fresh from the mill. <laughs> <laughs> they call me the puppy because uh, I think I can shit where I want until you guys rub my nose in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's the difference between your mom and a puppy? What's that? One is covered with fur and has floppy ears. And the other one's a puppy. No. What's it in your mom and a puppy? What? what? One you can stick in a cage at the front window of a shop and someone will want to take it home. And the other is your mom. <laughs> What's the difference between your mom and a puppy? What's that? A puppy doesn't always mind taking a bath. <laughs> mm, there it is. <laughs> your mom is stinky. Yep. She stinks. You don't bathe. Stink old she don't mom. Bathe. I would like a triple Stink threat. Oh, sorry. Mom. Sarah Boyle would like a triple threat about cheese caves dedicated to that sweet, sweet cave ripened cheese. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference between your mom and a cheese cave? What's Not that? a goddamn thing. Not nothing. Nothing. Stay it's down, mom. Same shit. Same shit. 185 cheese caves walking to the bar. The bartender says, we don't serve cheese caves in here. 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 I like my uh, women like I like my cheese caves. Yeah? Uh, ordered... Uh, uh, with my visits ordered on a cruise ship uh, as an activity, to oh, go visit they, the cheese caves. They call me the cheese cave because I cover my sensitive bits with cheesecloth. <laughs> they call me the cheese cave because I'm filled with hard-skinned old milk next to my stalactites. <laughs> Ice Blue Scoop would like a triple threat about san- hand sanitizer hand dedicated san- to uh, healthcare scoops who know that sometimes a 50-gallon barrel is still not enough. Yeah, tell my fucking uh, sick-ass kids about that. Right. <laughs> uh, Hanitizer. Hanitizer. Uh, 185 hand sanitizers walking to the bar. Barger says, stop. Hand it time. You shouldn't touch this. Hand yeah, yeah. sanitizer. Has they done that? Has they taken, Don't can't touch, touch this. this for a... I bet they have. For a hand sanitizer? Oh, at least four times. They use that song in the uh, documentary. They About played hand sanitizer? It. No, they played the oh. Can't Touch This during one of their shitty uh, Aren't We Doing Great 
business parties. Oh, oh funny. And they've got uh, photoshopped employee heads on dancing great hammer oh. pant people. It's I'm back on a, board with them. No. That's worth a billion dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. What a Where are we? Sham. Hand sanitizer. Uh, Hand sanitizer. Uh-uh. They call me. Uh-uh. Don't touch that. They call me. Uh, they call me the hand sanitizer because I'm easy to pump at the entrance and exit of any <laughs> social establishment. <laughs> I like my women like I like my hand sanitizers. For some reason, they are mounted on the bathroom walls and public bathrooms next to the sinks. <laughs> I like my women like I like my hand sanitizers. I cr- try and try to hold them close. But eventually they just vap- evaporate through my grasp. I like my women like I like my hand sanitizers. Foamy, not jelly. Oh, really? Is that your your preference? Uh, the, the, the Rio, the, 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 the foamy ones. You like I those? Like. It dries faster. Yeah. I prefer the jelly. I prefer the squirty. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> fight, 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 fight. And that was the last time the boys ever could be in one room together. <laughs> Squirty foamy jelly. Squirty foamy jelly. Squirty foamy jelly. Resident your mom and hand sanitizer. One is squirty, foamy, and jelly. And the other is hand sanitizer. Uh, that was her nickname in high school, squirty, foamy, jelly. And Frankie's Sticky Scoop would like a triple threat about dragons, dedicated to all of us that are both excited dragons. for and dreading the upcoming finale of Game of Thrones. Uh, I thought you meant up, the upcoming new Scoop Fest. I, dragons. Dreading. We're gonna, yeah, right. Dragon, Russia, dragon, Russia. Uh, I'm pleased to say Tournament of Kings is still holding on. It yeah, is. I, I thought it would be close. Really by worried now. they were going to close, but they're not. That's good. And then they open up a new big show over there, but not in the arena. Maybe. Right. Well, maybe. that show is helping Tournament of Kings. Maybe that night, and our talk about that. Yeah. The little spark that with, they needed to keep. That's what they needed. With no other facts, we take full credit. Absolutely. We saved the Tournament of Kings. We saved Tournament. Look of at Kings. us go. You're welcome. <laughs> 185 dragons walking to the bar. Bartender says, uh, we don't serve fucking dragons in here. They're like, whoa. The the punishment to this uh, is not the scale. (laughs) 185 uh, dragons walking to the bar. And uh, the bartender uh, notices that their hind ends are all raw. (laughs) And the bartender's like, what's the matter? Uh, we've been dragging ass all day. <laughs> 185 dragons walk into a bar. Bartender's like, you can't bring that chihuahua in here. Because it was Piff the Magic Dragon. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. I like my women like I like my dragons with dragon breath. Oh, the stinky breath. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, they call me the dragon because I am pictured to scale. <laughs> uh, what's this? Your mom... And a dragon. What's that? Uh, A dragon breathes fire. And your mom made it so that when I pee, it feels like fire. Ooh. She gave you that dragon dick. What's the difference between your mom and a dragon? What? What? One, the only way men will approach them is wearing a full suit of armor on horseback and carrying a sword. And the other one is a dragon. Yeah. David Wall would like a song about last-second Patreon rewards. Yeah. Here you go, David Wall. Always fun. I was going to do something 
with my Patreon reward, and I didn't know what to do. So I went ahead and decided to ask for a song about the reward and see how that came through. I didn't know what to ask for when it came to the song, so I'll just have the song be about me asking for the song itself. And the song is now almost over already, and I guess it's about what I expected, as nonspecific as it is. Yeah, this is a song about making a song from Patreon rewards that last for a song. I didn't give any specific guidance for the song itself. Yeah, this here's a song about making a song from a Patreon reward about making up a song. Fuck yeah! The song's almost over now. We're in the second verse of the song about making a song on Patreon and here we go now almost the end of the second verse of this here song that I last minute asked for on Patreon now I'm back to the chorus again even though it's not very specific I don't really know what a song is about Except being a song that I requested last minute Last minute Patreon song request The best The best Last minute Patreon song request For the very best I should have always guessed Fuck your nest Yeah Patreon Make up a song about making up a song for the Patreon. It can't go too much longer. Fuck your nest. Fuck your nest. Fuck your nest. This is the best song that we made from a simple request. The song is all about making a song for Patreon. Yeah, fuck your nest. This is the best. Song about making a Patreon request. A Patreon request to make the song a Patreon. Whoa. Making the song for Patreon. Whoa. It's an amazingly good song for Patreon. Pull it out of my ass the last second. Last minute request Take full responsibility for the end of the song. It was a song about a song here on Patreon for Mr. David Walter. He requested this song on Patreon. On Patreon. Last minute request. From David Walter here on Patreon. Last minute request. Fuck you, Dad. Fuck you, Dad. Fuck you, Dad. Fuck your neck, the crease is up your neck. <laughs> the crease is up your neck.
the creases of your neck. <laughs> That's the name of my poem. That's what I proposed to my wife. I wrote Is that her, part two of I'm Not Afraid of the Game? <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no fear of your creases. <laughs> I have no fear of your neck creases. <laughs> I believe it. I believe in your neck creases. Your neck creases increases my squeezes. <laughs> oh, we got another uh, song here coming to us from Aaron. Uh, this is a song about how Johnny Australia is excited that the ICS guys have tiger snake whiskey, or that he calls, or as he calls it, mother's milk. <laughs> Dedicated to the things that the boys are willing to drink for the scoops. Pretty much anything. Yeah, pretty much. Good day, everybody. Johnny Australia. Letting you know a little something about what I like to call mother's milk, also known as tiger snake. It's the best. It's like sweet milk from your mother's breast. Tiger snake. It's so sweet. Goes down smooth. And your body feels complete. And Tiger Snake is for you. Tiger Snake is for you. Tiger snake, you. Really strong and hot proof. Just one sip sends you bouncing through the roof. But I know that tiger snake will never let me down. And if I have to die, Hope it's in a big bunch of tiger snake I drown And tiger snake is for you Tastes like whiskey poured in an old ass shoe Yeah, there's a lot of things that's wrong with my country. Like the fact that we were a penal colony. And the fact that every animal there wants to kill you. But I'll tell you what's not wrong about Oz. Tiger snake whiskey, mate. Too right. Tiger snake can make you feel like a man. Make you feel like a baby, too. Sucking at your mother, too. I hope. Everyone gets a swig and dances the shattering tiger snake jig. Because it gets in your bones and it rips them apart. But I know I'll always hold tiger snake deep in my Australian heart.
Cause Tiger Snake is made just for you Yes, Tiger Snake's just for you Tiger snake, it is for you. Oh, I love tiger snake, it's true. Woo, 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 woo. I can taste it in my burps and feel it in my poo when it goes through, cause it burns my goo. Tiger Snake Whiskey You're so freaking cruel You burn me teeth, Tiger Snake Whiskey You burn right through me teeth Guys, that was a uh, that was a pretty good mm, show that we just put out there. <laughs> Join the mm club. You too can request a Patreon song, and all you have to do is say, uh, "I request a Patreon song," and you'll still get a song. <laughs> How fucking great is that, America? America, goddamn it! Blood machines, tiny blood machines, America. <laughs> it's too late for an episode title. Tiny blood machines. Yeah. You know what? Fuck it, it's not. <laughs> we'll make everyone listen to the whole goddamn thing before they get to. What was it tiny blood machines? Tiny blood machines. <laughs> There's nothing else stuck out to me today, so fuck it. There was one other one that I thought about, but I forgot to say. Too it. late. Tiny blood machines. Yep. I don't know what it was. Anyway. For this moment, for the people who listen to this moment of the show, <laughs> tiny blood machines. <laughs> it still makes sense for the rest of the show. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense for everything if you think about it. It does. That's what we all are. Is that what, just what we are? Space. The final frontier. Oh, creases of your neck. That also came late in the episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I like tiny blood machines. Uh, I'm, happy. I'm happy with those. Oh, I just came late in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I just really messed up my chair. Oh, God. I need a napkin. <laughs> I need a nap. <laughs> I need a cigarette. We'll see you next week. Can you imagine doing the full like post sex celebration, like for masturbating? Like, oh, just like that was great, and just lighting a cigarette and be like, why didn't we do this sooner? We were kidding ourselves when we thought we weren't going to be more than friends. <laughs> Writing poetry, I knew yeah. this was going to be something special. You know so, what? I I don't want to be that guy, but like, can I call you? Hey, uh, also, hey, you know what today is. Today's our anniversary. <laughs> I want to. I, I want to do it again in, in just a few minutes. <laughs> I pictured having you, and this was way better than anything I ever pictured. Yeah, yeah. You pretty much exactly. Uh, I, I didn't expect that one freckle, but uh, <laughs> other than that, this is what it was going to be. When you shove that candle up my ass, bold, thank you. Bold choice. Bold choice. I appreciate you blowing it out first. Because <laughs> I know in the heat of the moment, we were like, we can do this. We can do this. And we went, no. It's going to be the heat of my anus. And we did right by blowing it out first. <laughs> There's a lit candle up the ass. 
is a whole nother level. Now, I'm not saying we'll never get there, me and you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please turn your attention to the fourth ring of our circus. <laughs> the brown ring. The brown ring. <laughs> Bunghole and Butley's Brown Ring Circus. About to shove a lit candle directly in his cornhole. Please, silence and no phones for this next routine. He needs ultimate concentration. Here is Chotus, the butt boy. He's lit the candle. You know, I used to be a plane engineer. He's turning it upside down. and Oh, the candle went out. We've got to light it again. <laughs> Sorry, this candle's programmed in nosedive as soon as it feels <laughs> like it's going to go in there, near any butthole. <sighs> God damn it. Why didn't anybody tell me about them reprogramming the candles? <laughs> the terrible thing is those work the same way as those earwax candles. Oh, <laughs> throw everything oh, out. oh God. No. Oh, God. <laughs> right away. <laughs> Run away from the end of the episode. Did you, do you do you candle your butthole? If you're not, I mean, what do you even? It's think? 2019. I have to. You know what they say? If you can't candle me at my butthole, you don't deserve me at my clean ass. <laughs> they do say that. It's easy to say. It is easy to say. Ah! Can you candle me at my butthole? They say that all the time. Oh God! Say it. <laughs>